0: On this episode of the Buzz Kill podcast.
1: the best of my knowledge, the only drug that Billy Corrigan has ever been on is his own ego.
2: Really? Yeah. He's not a teetotaler, is he? I don't think so. Well, that would mean he is. No. T- teetotaler is somebody who doesn't drink or do drugs.
1: Oh, he drinks tea. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you were talking
2: about uh, no like he owns a tea shop god he would <laughs> if you had given me five minutes and you just said hey guess what kind of <laughs> guess what kind of shop billy corgan owns i would have come up with tea shop within the first five yeah. minutes yeah because he fucking would dude <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah.
0: you're listening to the buzzed
2: kill podcast
1: The work. It is episode 302. Welcome back to the Buzzkill podcast where today we put on our best dead guy time. We put the fun back in funeral in. <laughs>
2: wow. Handle with Scare 2 Revenge of the Rad Package.
1: <laughs> you go, oh, like I actually made it funny. <laughs> For the first time, I finally amused my co host.
2: Well, you also, you also amused me right before we started by saying, I don't mean to go hard tonight, but my God, I'm thirsty. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> that's a, that's a, I might actually get that tattooed in my body somewhere.
1: <laughs> like tramp stamp?
2: I don't mean tonight. to go hard tonight, but my God, I'm thirsty.
1: <laughs> tramp stamp that shit. What's going on, guys? I'm
2: Mike. I'm Jim. And uh, hi, James. Hey, what's up, bud? How, how are you doing? How are you? Very well. Very, very well. Very well. Yes. Not just well very well very well yes nice you want to know why why because i spent my weekend looking at big fucking trains dude
1: oh yeah yeah
2: i How finally was it i finally went to the henry ford
1: tell me film it fill me with all the henry fordness that place is crazy awesome did you see abe lincoln's dna yeah fucking a right <laughs> so
2: why are why are they not trying to clone abe <laughs> lincoln i thought abe you're gonna say, I thought you were gonna say clean it i'm like uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just you know that that will come out, right? Like like a little bit of fucking uh, club soda. The, what's the stuff that I put in the laundry? What is that stuff? oxyclean the- OxyClean, That's it. That'll take that right out. <laughs> Reupholster it even. You know? <laughs> why haven't they tried? To, why haven't they tried to lift his DNA and clone him?
1: Oh, no, they should, totally should. Right? I wouldn't be very honest.
2: Oh, in fairness, right? Yeah, nah. I got gotcha. you.
1: Well, what What does twins name
2: me? Gabe. Honestly. Gabe. gabe fucking gabe <laughs> <laughs> that's actually funny that you say that. there's a there's a an episode of the office where gabe they go to uh, um what the hell's the name of the place p uh pf jang's no the, the 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 place with the the place with the gettysburg the oh, they okay, go to yeah. gettysburg and and somebody sees gabe and he <laughs> looks like abraham lincoln he's, okay. he's like they call, lincoln? Well, <laughs> they, they call him
1: Abraham lincoln well
2: because they should have they call him gabe wad at one point in time. <laughs> 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 has anybody ever called you gabe wad before gabe wad <laughs> um but he yeah he ends up doing a re a reenactment of lincoln getting shot yeah, because it's not funny to you because you've never seen it. It's funny to me because I love it. But that's uh, fair. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, dude, it's, it's so crazy. Like seeing that one train in real life—the big black one—the uh, yeah, the bigger black train. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the pictures on the internet do not prepare dude, you for that. it's Fucking gigantic. It's enormous.
1: How? And, and the thing about it is, I all like the, the do hat, the do and the the
2: the the the. Yeah.
1: All the stuff that's on the side. I know what you're saying, yeah. How do you know what all that stuff does?
2: And they... And it was like... How the fuck? And it was like a hundred years ago. Yeah. Back people when, weren't even smart back, back, back when then. when people's brains were only like... What's that? A walnut? No, walnut that's sized. way smaller than a walnut. This? Yeah. That's smaller than a walnut? I mean, I mean the actual nut inside uh, the walnut. yes, yes. That's how... Like, s- <laughs> like scientifically... This is science. People's yeah. brains were only that big back then, a hundred years ago. Um, not like ours. We have huge brains, dude. But... Yeah, like that. I was thinking that same thing. I said that to my father in law. I was like, "Look at all of this stuff. Yeah. Like, what does this yeah. all do? The dials and, and gauges
1: you, and switches and
2: and then you go to gears. the section of the the Henry Ford the museum where it's uh it's all the um elect like the what would you call it the power the yeah. power section yeah
1: yeah essentially it's it's very mathematical and sciencey.
2: it's like it's crazy first of all how did you like there's that one there's a there's a wheel. A giant. How does it work? A giant. <laughs> how the fuck? There's a giant steel wheel that's two stories tall. Yeah, and this is and it's from like, I don't know, like how long ago? Like 70, 80 years ago. I'm like, mm-hmm. how did you? How did you? Mach- like, how did you machine this fucking thing? Like, how did you make something this big? It's aliens, James. And how much does it weigh? It's got to weigh like. As much as my fucking house, dude. It's, it's incredible. It's a weird gauge to us. <laughs> I bet you it does, though. A giant steel wheel that's two stories tall. I bet it weighs as much as my house. That's probably true. Um it's great. Cra- yeah, it's, it's a, it, like some of the stuff in there is just incredible.
1: And then and then you have the the most scientific feed of ever. Of the most scientific feed of ever. Of ever that is, is there.
2: Is Mike speaking English.
1: Yes. Uh the Oscar Meyer Wiener Mobile is. <laughs> It's the little one though.
2: <laughs> oh. No. Yeah, well, cause you've seen the Oscar Wiener Wienermobile that they drive now, right? It's huge. It's the, the one that's there a, is huge. No. The one that they drive now is like the size of a prevost tour bus. Oh really? Yeah, it's huge. Oh, okay. I've not seen that it's one It's huge. Okay. The one that the one that's at the Henry Ford is I would say like um So what you're it's saying It's about the size of like a like a like a smaller school bus. So
1: what you're saying is that Henry Ford has a small wiener. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you wouldn't want to try and fit a big wiener in there. Nah. It's, so, uh, n- yeah, yeah. You've um, been in the
1: back of a Ford? Not yeah. a lot of room.
2: <laughs> in a very uncomfortable place. You mean like the back of a Volkswagen? Um, um, but yeah, yes. it's, it's,
1: it's such a cool place, Dude, though. Dude, so
2: cool. We actually bought a... Because we, we paid... It, it was 114 bucks just for the four of us. Yeah. Well, in
1: fairness, you could have gone the next day and it was free. So that's your that's your fault. That's
2: true. But here's what happened: I was like, I'm just gonna go when we go to leave. I'm just gonna pay the extra 150 bucks to get a a membership membership. So now it's free whenever we go. Greenfield Village is free. We can ride the train for free. I can like we we can go watch documentaries at the theater there for free whenever we want to. And I'm like I'm like. That might be worth it just for me because I'm at home by myself. You Just go up
1: there and watch some fucking like,
2: documentary. Oh, they have like a documentary at like early morning.
1: You just want to go spend time with the small wiener. That that's all you want to do. That's
2: not entirely untrue, <laughs> but like, but if they like, if I drop my kids off at school at 8:30 and they have a like a 9:30 showing of a documentary, I could sure. go catch a doc, be back home by lunchtime, dude. It's perfect. It's perfect. That's it's perfect. the life. Plus so, you just walk around and actually see the whole place cuz God knows you
1: didn't see the whole place.
2: Yeah, we uh we we made it through the whole place but f- cruises. Like, he doesn't stop and read the stuff. Like he just wants to we met we went through the whole place twice. Yeah. And that's a that's a big place to go through. Not the whole place, but there were certain sections that we hit twice, especially the train section. Sure. Um, So, yeah, dude, it was so cool. The kids were so happy. It was fun. I was happy. Everybody was happy. It was just like a fucking very cool place, and I'm glad that we finally made it there. Did you go
1: into the futuristic cylindrical house?
2: No. Yeah. Where's so, that? So
1: when you first walk in, I why can't I say that word? Cylinder. Cylindrical. Cylindrical. There we go. Um. Yeah. It's like this giant, like, like circle, aluminum-made house. Oh, that. Yeah. I yeah, think. No, awesome. I saw it, but we sweet.
2: we turned left before we made it there. Oh, and okay. I, yeah.
1: I I imagine, even though that's old tech, I imagine that's what people are going to live in on the moon. Well, like that's that.
2: That's how I see it. And the name of the company that built that, because it was a company from like the fifties or something, and they have the name of it, and it it, it has something to do with it's like lunar aircraft, right? yeah, 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 UFOs something or like something. That, yeah. it was just, it's it's a house that looks like a UFO. Yeah, basically. it's awesome. It's really cool. it's fantastic. Yeah, very, um, very, very cool. Yeah, anyway,
1: the Henry Ford's a cool place if you're in Michigan or you're traveling here because you know, come see our nature, bitches. Um, yeah, go to the exactly. Henry Ford. Go to <laughs>
2: <laughs> pure Michigan. <laughs> go, go- <laughs> We should
1: be the spokesman,
2: Tim Allen. <laughs> Move over, Tim Allen. Come see our nature, bitches.
1: Um. Anyway, though, yeah. Uh, Henry Ford's awesome. I'm happy you finally went because it's a really cool place. Yeah, man. Uh, surprisingly gruesome at times, with the the blood of our forefathers. Yeah. Well. Hey. Yep. Right. It is what it is. Yep. Um. Anyway, though. Um. What yeah, about you? What have you been doing? Not not a lot. A lot of wedding stuff. Wedding moving, planning. Moving that truck like quick because we have to. Moving that uh, truck. We picked a date. It's happening. Picked a date. It's happening. Which is? Which I can't say. I can't say it yet. We haven't even told our families yet.
2: You I mean, haven't? You, you know. I know. But we haven't told our families yet. I know because it's. Plus, it's bad news. Can I say that it's the day before I got married? Can, you can I say yeah, that? Nobody knows that. Yeah. 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 So it's and, the day before, that, before yeah, I got apparently married. Apparently,
1: all of us friends, like me and you, have a lot in common. We're getting married a day apart from each other. We both married our band members' sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both uh, on a mildly successful podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, we're both extremely good looking.
2: We both sing like angels.
1: That's true. <laughs> There's
2: a, so I feel like I feel like if you take me and then you take you and then you split it in half, it's like a decent singer. Like, you're a good singer, I'm shit, Terrible and then you, you split in it in half, it's good. We both, did you say blonde hair, blue eyes? Yeah, oh yeah. I, well, I don't have hair anymore, but... That's that's why it's <laughs> going to be so weird looking. But if you <laughs> take me, and you take you, and you split us in half, we have a pretty nice crew cut.
1: Ooh, that's That's right? true, so. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god, speaking of, I had a moment today, picture this if you will. Were you about to chop your hair off? Me standing, no, me standing in my house, right? Leather boots, blue skinny jeans. Okay, I'm turned on. Flannel shirt. Yeah. Beanie. Yeah. Hair coming out of the whole beanie deal, you know, whatever. Yeah. Standing in front of my brand new espresso maker, making a latte in my own home. Okay. I have never felt like a bigger douchebag in my entire life.
2: (laughs) See, everything you just said turned me on. Right? So... I don't know what you're talking about. I don't about. know how
1: to froth very well though. Oh
2: I'll dude. say that.
1: My frother I, I I don't I don't know if I'm just not getting the hang of it or what. We got an espresso maker.
2: Espresso. For- espresso. If you're gonna if you I did not say I did not say no, I did not espresso I did not. We're gonna we're gonna roll that back we will. and we're gonna listen to um, it. Um
1: no, uh we got an espresso maker <laughs> for Christmas and it's awesome and it's great and, and amazing and everything else i'm not uh, there's technique though you're talking and about I,
2: the steamer like the the steamer the thing thother, or like the, th- the the
1: the the thingy that comes that froths your milk froths your milk up and makes it all
2: well, see, I have a milk frother, but it's handheld. It's like the little, and it's 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 like uh like a long metal no. This piece thing is like a, a, it's a steamer. It, it's it, a, it, it, it's the thing that they have yeah, at Starbucks. So yeah, so that's so different. No, because I mean, it's it, a frother, but it's yeah, a frother,
1: it's, but it's a different. Yeah, but there's 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 tech, technique to it oh, sure. that I don't have down yet. So my my and what the fuck well, that's is like it? a common what thing. What the fuck that is that the difference you... between a latte and a cappuccino? Um, I don't think there is one. And if there is, it is so incredibly minuscule that you have to be the biggest hipster shit on the face of the earth to know the difference. What is the difference between? A lot? I don't well, know. Well, hold on. Hold it's on. Frothed milk and espresso, both of them. <laughs> That's isn't that?
2: It. Isn't that every coffee drink?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I have a I have a thing that came like a list that came with the the maker of like the, the recipes for all the different drinks. They're all the fucking same. Oh yeah. Every
2: single one of them. It's like that. It's like that Jim Gaffigan joke about Mexican food. The. Uh, what is a what is an what is a taco? It's a tortilla with with meat, cheese, and vegetables. And what is a burrito? It's a tortilla with meat, cheese, and vegetables. And what is an enchilada? It's a tortilla with meat, cheese, and yeah, vegetables. It's li- it's, yeah,
1: it's, it's it's like a Taco Bell menu.
2: Do, there's everything a, is the same. There's a great. Uh, do you ever, do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm?
1: Uh, I've seen it. I don't watch it. Uh, there's a the there's a great
2: scene where um, Larry goes to get a coffee drink with his wife and he's and he says i'll take a vanilla bullshit latte fucking (laughs) bullshit whatever the and he and he says oh this is good what is this and the guy says cafe latte (laughs) and and he says like oh what is that a a coffee with milk and he's like yeah it's coffee milk oh oh a a cafe latte (laughs) oh it's so true though yeah it's it's like so incredibly true yeah well uh what? now I want to know what the difference is. I, I don't know. Okay. Well to be a correction for next week. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna look, look it up. It up. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. This isn't the espresso podcast, but did you know that there's no such thing as espresso beans? All espresso well, is just coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody I, knows I I that I didn't know that. <laughs> you I'm thought not, there was I'm not like you a, thought there was espresso listen, beans? Listen, what? listen, I go to like Starbucks and I'll get fru fruit drinks every now and then just because I can and I apparently have that kind of money to waste. Yeah. But I don't fucking know what I'm buying. Okay. No self-respecting person knows what they're
2: actually buying from Starbucks. You ever get an Americano? Yeah, you know, that, that's, you know,
1: that's, that's that's espresso in water,
2: basically, right? Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> it's, I actually like those. I actually I got, feel like... ice, like, like iced Americano. I think that's really good. I
1: looked at Kristen today, and I go, this is definitely going to be more of your machine than mine. And if anything, I'll just drink
2: straight espresso.
1: Do you have the... You know what I'm saying? So I'll get like, the, little, so do you have the, the little,
2: little cup. Do you have the little thing where like, you have to make the puck? Yeah. And you gotta like yep. pre- stamp tamp it down. I'm a fucking, fucking barista. You have maybe. to. You have to. Um, what would you agi- agitate the grounds first with the little I don't wire have, thing? I don't and, have the agitator. Come on, I don't bro, have get agitator. with it.
1: I did use a paper clip today, though. It's a- the okay. same fucking well, okay. thing. <laughs> <It's, yeah. laughs> I, I saved thirty five dollars on Amazon by using a paper clip. Well up so, there you go that'll work yeah uh anyway, though, yeah oh this is fun this is fun before we get into the rest of the show this is fun isn't it we got flagged for a covid 19 thing on episode 299 I... which
2: doesn't make any sense because episode 300 is where I know. we talked about i would have been
1: i would have been so much more proud of our podcast if we would have gotten flagged for false information talking about how you can get covid from the randoms of, of from... anal sex oh dude <laughs> wait a second did but we, we t- didn't No, it was episode 300 because we took two weeks off, so that wouldn't have happened yet. Oh, yeah. So what the fuck? I, we got go go to go back and listen to Did we go back and listen to No,
2: but... All right. Well, if anybody else... I don't has, get it. If anybody else listens before we get to it, let us know what we said. I, I don't also, remember I also talking about COVID on episode 299.
1: Neither do I. I also feel like it bears saying this. If you're getting your COVID information from the Buzz to Kill podcast, you deserve to get COVID and have a miserable time.
2: Um, <laughs> I will agree with that
1: <laughs> because you're making terrible life choices. Yeah, if you're getting your medical information from us.
2: Yeah, yes. Between, yeah, I'll agree with that.
1: Put the two of us together, and you at best have a half sober person. So yeah, maybe don't listen to us.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or only listen to us. Or ooh, you know, I mean, we're good, right? Like people, <laughs> people, people have people have called us conspiracy theorists in the past, but. Eh, it hasn't everything that we've ever talked about come true like mothman that's fact right sure like that's just fact we know that yeah sasquatch fact yeah uh fucking uh, octopus creatures on europa fact fact we know these things the lizard people told us lizard people (laughs) right i mean fact so billy
1: Billy corgan's seen a shapeshifter in
2: real life yeah fact is that true yeah when i don't know
1: <laughs> he talks about it. No, he literally talks like a, about it. Like a skinwalker, like he a straight up. He straight up has said, um, and he won't go into details about it. He says that he'll outline it one day in a book that he's writing about like his life or whatever. But he has straight up said that he has literally watched a person transform in front of his eyes. Really? Yes. And nah. that's all he'll ever say about it. Now was he? He's on, mentioned it on more than one occasion, though. Was he on LSD? No. To my, the best of my knowledge, the only drug that Billy Corgan has ever been on is his own ego. Really? Yeah. He's
2: not teetotaler, is he? I don't think so. Like, he, well, that would mean he is. No, he, teetotaler is somebody who doesn't drink or do drugs.
1: Oh, he drinks tea. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were talking about. Uh, no, like he owns a tea shop. Oh, does he really, yeah. Mad, Madam Zuzo's?
2: God, he would. <laughs> the like, if you hold on, if you had given me five minutes and and you just said, "Hey, guess what kind of <laughs> guess what kind of shop Billy Corgan owns," and and you had given me no information, I would have come up, come I would have come up with tea shop within the first five yeah, minutes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because he fucking would, dude. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway. Can I just do this on the fly, the cappuccino Yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, do it. All right, a tra- <laughs> both espresso drinks... Oh, wait, let's get into corrections. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: stupid! You're so stupid!
2: You know what is stupid? What's that, The gent? difference between cappuccinos and lattes. Because there's nothing. <laughs> well, there really isn't. Both espresso drinks contain espresso and two additional ingredients, steamed milk and foamed milk.
1: Be- wow! <laughs>
2: Before we dive into the details, I like how they like this, this goes on for fucking ever. So let's not dive into the details. Let me just give you this: a traditional cappuccino has an even distribution of espresso, steamed milk, and foamed milk. A latte has more steamed milk and a lighter layer of foam. A cappuccino is distinctly layered. Well, in a latte, the espresso and steamed milk are mixed together. Oh, so well then. there's no difference. No, None. <laughs> In other words, there's no difference. None. Because when you drink it, it's all it, the same. It, it's going to mix together. It now. all mixes together the same.
1: You might get like a little more milk at first, but then eventually you're going to be. Sure. Yeah, it's it's sure. stupid. Go fuck yourself. Fr- fr- Starbucks <laughs> motherfuckers. All right, um, right. Let's see here. It wasn't Upper Hand who made the cold IPA. It was Bell's and Bell's mm. made. It's called Bell's Cold Hearted. And it's delicious. Bell's it cold hearted. Yes. I feel like I've had that. It before. only comes in a it only comes in a twelve pack, like uh, sampler thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think that you can just buy it outright. Uh, and also, we didn't know what makes a cold IPA a cold IPA, um, and it is uh, it is fermented at low a lower temperature. <laughs> yep. Thanks, thanks, James. Uh, <laughs> it's fermented at a lower temperature than what is normally used to ferment a regular ale.
2: Oh, the actual fermentation takes place at yes. a lower temperature. Yep. Right on, right on. And
1: then also, we just couldn't remember who, uh, what Friday uh, Tom McLaughlin directed. It's Friday 6, Jason Lives. Right on. So there you go. Those cool. are the corrections I got.
2: I'm glad you picked up on those, because like I said, I was listening, but I didn't mark anything down, and you hit two of them that I was going to. Boom. So... That's there fun. you go. Also,
1: wasn't there something that Josh mentioned? Oh,
2: yes. Our ah. fear, our fearless follower. Uh, <laughs> I, I almost <laughs> forgot. It's um, like we're
1: Jesus and he follows us.
2: <laughs> Josh Entner from the Bloody Good Film Podcast uh, mentioned... Never heard of him. Yeah, I never heard of him either. And we definitely weren't... We definitely didn't do a super sweet Fortress episode with them that you should go listen to. No,
1: if, we, we did a Fortress episode. Well, whatever. Under... A, it's a bad joke. All right, go on.
2: <laughs> um, all right. So he said to you, you said Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton were teaming up for the first time since Reanimator. They both did From Beyond and Castle Freak.
1: No, it's true. They did I after that. I was reading that from a different publication, and I think I was, whoever wrote that publication obviously was very wrong. I was just uh, echoing their sentiment. Yes, you're absolutely right. They have,
2: and so. then hold on. Uh, correction on the fly here. Did I just say that with the wrong uh, emphasis? Em- emphasis? Emphasis? Ooh, what'd you say? I said, oh, cat. I." You and I disagree on it's this. Castle freak. Castle freak. Yeah. Okay. Not castle freak. Okay. See, like I've always. It's about the freak that lives in the castle. It's about the freak. The that castle lives is in the ca- not called a freak. Right. It's not ca- It's not castle freak. It's no. castle freak. Yes. Okay. Right on. Right on. You're learning. You're learning, James. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing today, Michael?
1: Uh, we're talking about Scare Package Two, Rad Chad's Revenge.
2: Rad Chad's fucking revenge, dude. And uh, Scare
1: Package was such a—I loved Scare Package so much. Scare Package. Like pa- I was looking forward to this movie so much, and I'm so pumped that like we'll we'll talk just later. Just a little, yeah, we'll talk about yeah,
2: it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Scare Package. We both loved. Uh, that that goes without saying. If yep. you listen to "Handle with Scare" part Uno, yeah, uh, episode two seventy seven, something like that. Yes, go back and listen yep. to it. You know, um, and but to yeah, go- today we're listening. Today we're talking about. Uh, scare you're package. listening. Scare, you're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast talk about Scare Package 2, Rad Chad's Revenge. Correct. And to go along with that, we've got we a little... three have
1: three, four... Oh my God, oh, I used shit. to be able to do that. I can't do that now. What? The inward uh, scream. I can't do it anymore.
2: Fuck, not <clears throat> Why is it weird right now? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe... <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I was doing it to the my dogs earlier today. squeals. There we go. I'm sure that was was fucking lovely to listen to. I'm sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So keep doing it.
2: (laughs) Oh, I see why you're doing that, because this is Pig Destroyer. (laughs) Pig Destroyer. So uh, Um, Three
1: Floyds Brewery uh, did a did a collaboration with the grindcore band Pig Destroyer. Damn,
2: dude, this is fucking.
1: I know, right? And it's called Permanent Funeral because <sighs> Rad Chad's Revenge is all about Rad Chad's funeral. So, Whoa!
2: Spoiler alerts, dude. I, I,
1: I, watch the trailer.
2: <laughs> all right, Three Floyds, Pig Destroyer, man, this ki- this artwork is yeah, dude, awesome. I would it's have like got, a... I would
1: have gotten the whole case, but I, I brought it up to the counter yeah. and he scanned it and it was like twenty-six bucks for the case. And I'm oh, like, no. like, Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, and, I'm not doing and he's that. like, Do you only want two? And I go, yes. Yeah. So he opened the case and only sold me two cans.
2: Oh really? Yeah. Was it 12 pack?
1: Uh it was a four pack. Oh,
2: jeez. <laughs> yeah. Really? For twenty-six yep. dollars? Yep. My goodness. All right. So this is an Imperial IPA permanent funeral. The artwork is dope. It's like um it's almost like it's like a bat boy.
1: No, with, it's, a, it's a.
2: No, look at the no, ears and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's right, like a, it's like a weird uh, amalgamation a of like. There's three eyes. There's like jagged teeth. There's a. Oh, it's sword, a wolf. It's a wolf. It's a sword going through his face. Read the side. It's a wolf. Oh, okay. Well, I'll get to it. <laughs> um... And then there's spider legs coming out of his face, too. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'll make sure that I get a picture of this one this week. I, I did that oh, for... Oh,
1: it's a 10.5 percenter.
2: Oh, lovely. <laughs> I'm glad I've already had three Bud Lights and two shots of you Four Roses two, Small Batch. You had badge. two shots of that? Jesus oh, yeah, Christ, James. Because uh, in, in Mike's words, I don't mean to go hard tonight, but <laughs> my God, am I thirsty. <laughs> All right. The wolf inside this Imperial India Pale Ale is trying to walk upright. This bright and aromatic beer was brewed with our friends in the band Pig Destroyer. Pig Destroyer.
1: Should we put a should we put a clip of Pig Destroyer in here real quick? Y- yeah, you want to yeah, while we're
2: I'm, pouring? Yeah. Mm,
1: this smells delicious. What did you say this was a ten? 10.5. Oh, no. It smells really good, though. It smells like a hug.
2: It smells like a hug? <laughs> yeah, smell it. Smells like a permanent funeral. Mm. Smells like a hug from, <laughs> from Three Floyds and Pig Destroyer.
1: <laughs> smell it, though, dude. It's like a nice, rich, like, uh, like warming smell.
2: Oh, dude, since we're talking metal, mm. <laughs> I, I need I need to bring up what the we were listening to. rich, warming smell. <laughs> what, what we were listening to. There's a... Anybody who wants this, I'll send it to them. Just let us know on Instagram, and yeah. I'll send it to you. I'm I'm looking at you, Josh Antner, because I know you love metal. Um, there's
1: a ah, uh, he likes shitty metal though. Oh, there's well, a, there's I, a difference.
2: He could, he might not, he might like Infinite Annihilator. Do you like Josh? Do you like Infinite Annihilator? Uh, well, yes there's I, yes, I do, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there is a inst there's a there's a post that I need to send to you because it's hilarious and we were talking about it about how the guy sounds yeah. like Scooby Doo yeah it's, a, um, it's
1: pretty fucking hysterical this actually. does smell it delicious. smells like a hug right like a it's yeah. hugging it's hugging your senses
2: we, uh, yeah which All goes right. goes against everything that
1: cheers to annihilating infants yeah and, and, to, <laughs> and destroying to destroying
2: pig. pigs hmm.
1: Mm. Oh my god, that's delicious! That's really good. Most like higher percentage beers don't taste that good.
2: I mean, and you that's can, dangerous. You can taste there is a lingering like high alcohol There's, taste to it.
1: It's it's that bitterness a little yeah. bit that that kind of wraps around the sides of your tongue. Yeah, right. It's weird, right? Like, yep. it, It's funny how like certain tastes like have you know what that is. It's and like that's exactly it's, what it's is.
2: like it's like the emulsion has been broken.
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Ah, um, oh, delicious!
2: That's really good, dude.
1: I, I realized when I was at the store today. There was I had such a better beer I could have bought for last week's episode. What was it? Sixty dollar nachos. Sixty dollar nachos. It's the oh, name that, man. that's the name of a beer that would have been perfect. I know, I know. I didn't see it till today. That's too bad. Yeah, well. What do um,
2: you do? Oh, dude. So the uh, the pickle beer from last week. Oh don't remind me <laughs>
1: god damn it well the
2: sucker what was it? sucker punch yeah. uh no what was the actual well
1: uh no it was distills distills yeah
2: Distills. um so your can't like so we're down here i usually clean up all these cans but your can was sitting over there yeah and i just like you spilled it didn't you? no i just oh. like neglected to pick it up all week and so today i was down here cleaning up getting ready for the <clears throat> for you to come over for the show and that you can was for me yeah, well, yeah, I do. I tidy up every week. Thanks, babe. Um, so I picked that can up, and you had left, uh, like probably about half the beer in there. Yeah. When we talked about it on the show last week, it was like a yellowish, greenish color, right? Yeah. I went into the laundry room to pour it into this the, the uh, sub tub, and it was like purple. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was like. Because it it wasn't mold. It wasn't like moldy or anything. Because I honestly don't think that, that beer could grow mold <laughs> because of the salt content. It's probably but true. like it was purple.
1: That's weird. Isn't that weird? That's you didn't super put anything
2: weird. in it, did you? Nope. Like you didn't I also put,
1: don't remember leaving half of a beer in there.
2: Well I because I
1: had a full glass. If you remember, I dumped the glass out. That's weird then because so was it ectoplasm? Oh
2: my god. Did a
1: ghost have to like piss and couldn't find a bathroom
2: so it went in the a can? Go- a ghost just in the can? <laughs> I don't know dude. There was there was like a decent amount. I would say probably 2 inches in the bottom of the can I left. Or feel like I left that was, in there and it was purple. That's weird. That's weird, right? That's
1: re- did your kids put something in it?
2: I I hope not. <laughs> I hope that my kids aren't down here messing with our empty beer cans. I mean,
1: I don't know be a better parent. I could try that. <laughs> Maybe watch them?
2: Uh, anyway, anyway, um, uh, more corrections. Yeah. Oh more wait, co- more <laughs> corrections. <No. laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. This beer about.
1: is delicious. The movie is rad.
2: Chad? Radish?
1: Radish? Ooh, I love radish.
2: Radish. I love radish. Oh, dude, pickled radish. Dude, bro. 3 weeks in a row, pickles. pickles. Let's talk about pickles, dude. <laughs> That should just be our Not new thing. It. We have to talk about pickles on every episode.
1: Uh, we we got to start a pickle podcast. The pickled, the pickled podcast. podcast. <gasps> we review pickles every week. That can be that can be a new segment when people get sick of trailer trashed.
2: Speaking of, okay, wait, I'm I'm so, I'm sorry, I'm spacing because I'm I'm coming up with amazing ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's get into trailer trashed. I quit. <laughs>
1: All right, this week on the dill buzzed pickle pod bill puzz bill the buzzed
2: the buzzed dill pickle pod. The buzzed dill
1: the (laughs) I can't say it. I cannot say it. The
2: The Buzz Dill Pickle Cast? What is it? The Buzz
1: Dill Pick No, the Buzz Dill Pickle Pod. No. The Buzz Dill Pod pickle. That's it. The Buzz Dill Pod pickle. That's what we were going for.
2: I'll show you a pod pickle.
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, James, um, you want to watch some trailers? Yes, dude. Yeah, are you positive? Yeah, I All am. Right. Well, I got two of them for you this week. Uh, one is the new. Why is this not opening? What's going on here? I don't know, dude. Open. There we go. There it is. Uh, one is one that we've already watched. But we now have. We watched the teaser to the new Scream movie. Yes, we do. We have a full trailer now oh, for the Scream movie. Oh, baby! Have
2: you seen this? No, I haven't. Okay. Because I'm avoiding spoilers because I haven't seen Scream Five, uh, but... <laughs> Well here's the
1: thing about these movies, James. We outside of the characters, and I, I try explaining this to you literally every time. Yeah. Outside of the characters, yeah. there's really no spoilers.
2: Okay. So what, don't
1: don't worry about that. What
2: you just said to me yeah. went in here. Yeah. Out there. You you'll, mouth, you'll, mouth and butt. Yeah, you'll have to yeah you'll have to explain it to me again next that's time. That's <laughs> fine.
1: Um so this now we're gonna start with the Scream Six trailer. I love the logo. Like how they put the V in the
2: one that is V cool. in the M. It's yep. very cool. Yeah, it's simple. It's, I wanna get I wanna get it's, paid. It's to simple, do that. but, but I like what, it.
1: That's what I want to do. Anyway, uh this is now the actual trailer for Scream Six. <laughs>
0: Hey stop this, this, this. Just don't go with it. You're a, line a here, girl. You... <gasps> you got a problem here, guy? Guys
1: Damn. Yeah, dude. Looks that good. looks intense, man. I I actually think I, I love the last scream movie. You still need to see it. I know, yeah. but this honestly looks like it might be the best one in a long, long time.
2: It, it looks very good. Yeah. Um. And I like the I. I don't know what they're. I think what they're going for is this idea that this like the killer in the scream movies has always been. Sort of inept, in a, a, b- a bit, in a in, yeah. a in a comical kind of way. Like it, it's well, because
1: they're not real killers, right? It they're was people that are just taking up the mantle that are not like <laughs> yeah, it's just they're like not,
2: they're psychopaths, like, oh, but they're not complete
1: psychopaths. It's like
2: you know? oh, he's figuring it out, you yeah. know?
1: <laughs> oh, he's like, cute. <laughs> like this
2: guy, this guy looks like or or gal might be a gal, right? Not gale, um, not gale, not gale, gal, gal, uh, but maybe gale. It looks like this is like a <laughs> fine tuned killing machine and even and he even says on the phone like this is because gail says in a, a very poorly edited <laughs> phone call something about i'm gonna shoot you in the face <laughs> <laughs> she definitely doesn't say i'm gonna shoot you in the fucking face um but he says like that was all the other killers this yeah. is like i'm a, I'm, different. I'm different like and it does like he looks it, it looks like all the typical Tricks that would have worked on all of the previous Ghostface killers. Yeah. Ghostface killer. <laughs> <laughs> like won't work on this guy. No, you know? and, and
1: the fact that it's in a city setting too changes oh, yeah. everything, which I'm it really I'm, does. I'm here for that. Um, I love the fact that uh everybody's favorite hot final girl, Hayden Pantier, is back.
2: Oh Kirby. Hey, I actually, yeah, I didn't I didn't know if she was she in Scream 5? No. She nope, wasn't. Nope,
1: this okay. is uh, this is a return from Scream
2: 4. Yep. Right on, right on.
1: And she uh, she's just as hot with medium-long hair as
2: she is with short hair. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I will say just that. Like a, yeah, she's a mega babe. Right? Um, Yeah, Courtney Cox, I mean, it's cool to see mega her back. Mega babe. Mega babe. Yeah, like, it'd be cool if she could still move her face, but... <laughs> But she can't. Uh, she's starting to like, eventually, she's just going to have the frozen expression of ghost face.
1: Yeah. Oh my God, maybe that's what this is. Maybe that's she's what she's mutating. Going <laughs> She, uh, she's starting. She is starting to kind of look like the Madame Madame Tussauds version of herself.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I guess. Uh, I guess eventually she could go and she but could you know do what it, she could it's do what really Johnny ad- Depp does at Disney World and just go, and like he'll dress up like Captain Jack Sparrow and go play himself. Sure, sure. She could go play herself with the Tussauds. She could. She <laughs> the could. wax museum. Um, and I'm that's sorry. That's say, rude.
1: No, she's a very attractive wax like, sculpture.
2: No, I, <laughs> I, I love Courtney Cox. As do I. Do. I. As do um, I. But yeah, dude, this looks it looks cool and it looks very intense. I need to watch the f- I, I really need to watch the fifth one. Um, yeah, you do. I need to rewatch the fourth one too. I remember it kind of, but not enough to like to. Re- I gotta I gotta do a trilogy. Well, actually, this, I should just rewatch all out, of them because I love all the this. This comes movies, out but. in
1: two months, so we can do a double feature of five in this one. This comes out. Comes out. Uh, so there go.
2: This comes out just a, like a week before my birthday. So my birthday. Like, maybe, maybe we should actually go see this one in the theaters. and, yeah, no, and not get COVID this time.
1: Or sit in human shit.
2: Oh yeah, that too. Or the
1: remnants of venal sex. That too. That you may or may not be able to get COVID from. Right. Yes. Don't flag us, bros. <laughs>
2: All right, please CDC, don't flag us, bro. All right,
1: Uh, a trailer two here is for uh, speaking of sexy times in theaters. uh, Trailer two is called swallowed.
2: I know that (laughs) feeling. I've swallowed. So this is
1: this is a movie starring Mark Patton. Oh, from I, Night, uh, from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two.
2: I misread that at first, and I thought it said Mike Patton. No, no, like, no, not Fuck Mike. Patton. Yes, dude. I don't know what this is, but I'm in. No,
1: Mark Patton from Friday Two and Jenna Malone. Oh, right. Uh, this on. is about drugs, bugs, and horror.
2: Drugs, bugs, and horror. There you
1: go. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna watch this, and then we'll talk about it because that's what we do here on Trailer Trash. <laughs>
2: Real trash. Listen, nobody wanted it to happen like this. Nobody. I think that we should just
0: wrap all of this up and put it behind us.
1: You're gonna go to hell. You're gonna go to hell. <laughs> all right. Um oh, fuck. First impressions. Uh, I think that Jenna Malone looks extremely miscast in this movie. You think just, so? Just my opinion. I think Mark Patton, on the other hand, is perfectly weird for this role.
2: Who's Mark Patton? He's the. Th- I don't know who any of these people are.
1: Mark Patton. He's from. Uh, he's from Friday Part Two. The main character in Friday Thirteenth Part Two, or I'm sorry, um, Nightmare Part Two. My my bad.
2: I think oh, I, I think oh I, Mark Patton. I think of, I said
1: Friday before. I, I meant Nightmare Part 2. My apologies. M-
2: Mark Patton, the scream queen. Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: He was the old guy. Well, oh, I mean, I, I, I apologize for saying old guy, but like he's the old guy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's
2: got to be in those like, yeah. 60s by now, right? I, I have no idea how old Late he is. Late 50s, but, early 60s? Yeah, something like that. Wow, I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, yeah. He's um, the he's
1: the, the, the main drug dude.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, and he looks good. And he's and he perfectly
1: good. weird in this movie, like... Like um, there's something off about his character, but I think that's like that, that helps helps the role. they basically no,
2: I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that Jenna Malone was miscast though, because it it she seems like uh like she's gained the trust of these two young guys and maybe. then turns on them. Which you look at her
1: I don't buy her as a threatening force, I guess is what it
2: is. Well, anybody's threatening when they're holding a gun. <laughs>
1: Are she? Is she, though? Are she? The, are she? <laughs> are she? I feel like I could spar to kick her down, and she'd be down for about, you know, 15 minutes letting me get away. Well, not when Even you're... Even with a gun.
2: Not when you're sitting in a car. Like a driveway. And, and she's holding a gun to your face. I can open the door on her. I think she can pull a trigger faster than that. I, I know. Aside, <laughs> aside from her casting, I thought she looked pretty good, but aside from her casting, uh, it looks like an interesting movie. So... You said drugs, bugs. Do they like specifically say that? In the- yeah, they do. Okay. So
1: basically, I think that you think so that they're drug mules, you- but it turns out that it's not drugs in the sack. It's like a live right. She creature. Ba- she basically
2: yeah. makes them swallow what looks like a balloon, Lar- it's like, larva, a, like a balloon yeah. filled with you know, like you know, people like who are drug mules that follow uh, swallow balloons filled with heroin or whatever. Yeah, it looks like that's what she's making them do, but then it turns out. That it's not that. No, she says you got to make sure that these don't get damaged, and then one of them gets punched in the gut by a good old boy for yep. some reason. Yep. And well,
1: you know those good old boys and those rest stop bathrooms—they're always come just punching now. dudes in come, the guts. Come yeah. On.
2: <laughs> so, uh, and then like it looks like it hatches in his stomach, and chaos <laughs> uh, ensues uh, uh, after that. Yeah, it looks gross. pretty fucked. Yeah. I'm into this um. Thing. Yeah, that looks that looks pretty interesting.
1: It looks pretty.
2: Dope, uh, get
1: it? Drug <laughs> jokes. <laughs> okay.
2: Anyway, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, jeez, that poster is
1: poster is fucking wicked, dude. Yeah, that's weird. Dude. It looks like sushi wild. in his throat, like a. Oh, it does like, like, like a, a um, nice shrimp or a piece of. Uh,
2: it's like, like a salmon. What do you what would you call that though? The sashimi. Uh, sashimi. sashimi. No, yeah. sashimi is when you just have a piece of fish. It's uh It's uh
1: On top of the rice roll. N- n- nigari? Uh,
2: no, nig- no no nigiri is a type of knife okay. what's the I, I don't know you know what i'm talking about there's like yeah, a little rice about, rice but... pillow with like a piece of shrimp draped over yeah, the top yeah. that's what that looks like
1: yes it yeah. does which is delicious I wanna, by the way and suddenly i'm gonna, I eat this I'm gonna get throat. sushi tomorrow <laughs> <laughs>
2: suddenly i want to rip this guy's throat out and eat it yep all right anyway uh, that's yeah. uh that's trailer trash cool man that so, looks good um cool cool james cool dude cool dude cool bro
1: um. Now we are. Uh, it's only midnight, so now midnight seems the time to get into the news, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. That was trailer trash, dude. Yeah. Let's dude. get into the bleed feed. The bleed
1: feed. Well, James.
2: Yes, my. You know my
1: favorite way to start the bleed feed is. Oh, I know what your favorite way to start the bleed feed is. What's that? Dead people. With a stiffy. All right. <laughs> um, so inappropriate. I know. We're I mean, sorry. I, we're not okay. Uh, <laughs> Ed, we're sorry to Edward R. Pressman this week. Uh, he is a producer of well over ninety films, uh, big ones. Like The Crow, The Crow. That's a pretty big movie. Yeah, it's pretty. Big. American Psycho. Wow, pretty big pretty movie. Big, yep. Conan the Barbarian, Judge Dredd, Bad Lieutenant, Phantom of the Paradise, one of our favorites. Island of Dr. Moreau, uh, Wendigo, Street Fighter. Wall, St- Wall Street, big fucking movie. Uh, Masters of the Universe. Like, the guy's done.
2: So this guy's an, done a few things. An
1: absolute fucking ton.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, he passed away this week at the age of 79 years old. Mm. Uh, no reports as to how he died. Uh, 79 is it's not young, but it's not old either. So not sure if there was something else going on, but you know it's neither here nor there. Yep. Um. But uh. Yeah. He um. Guy. Did it all like every genre of yeah, type of film? Like, <laughs> yeah, he
2: really didn't seem to be too, uh, too, um, just dis- dis- discriminate about No, about he wasn't, uh, he wasn't
1: like a horror producer, he wasn't a musical producer, yeah, he, he wasn't a drama producer, he was just a producer. Yeah, that's it's cool, it's the best way to be. Um, but uh, yeah, he, uh, he definitely worked on the independent scene for a long time. You know, his picture reminds me of somebody, or, or he reminds me like, like I've seen his face before, like, he's not. He's a guy that's been around, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Anyway, though, rest in peace to uh, Edward R. Pressman. Your movies will go down in cinema history. Um, Another guy that passed away this week, um, David Crosby
2: passed away. Yeah. Now,
1: you might not think of David Crosby from Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Uh, You might not think of him in the... Or Crosby,
2: Stills, and Nash.
1: Not Young. (laughs) Not Young. Um, You might not think of him as horror-related, but it is worth mentioning... David Crosby's father is an Academy Award-winning cinematographer. So, by extension, part of the horror family. Okay. Yeah. Uh, He worked with Roger Corman a whole bunch.
2: His dad did? His dad did. And
1: he was a cinematographer for movies like Attack of the Crabs, which is the big monster crab movie. I'm sure you've seen pictures of that before. Yeah. He did that. Oh, wait.
2: Isn't that... Isn't there a is there a great... Uh, Mystery Science Theater. Mystery Science Theater.
1: I, th- I believe that there is. There's also one for the Screaming Skull that Mystery Science Theater okay. did. Uh, but he also did movies, uh, all of the uh, Edgar Allan Poe adaptations, uh, House of Usher, Pit and the Pendulum. Uh, he did t- Tales of Terror. Oh, dude, House of Usher. Yeah. So Man, his, his father, he also did The Raven, which we did on the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, which with... Pit in the Pendulum. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so his father was a big part of the horror community, so we would be remiss to not mention
2: the passing of David Crosby. Well, aside from that, I mean, just a a legend. Well, sure. (laughs) I I grew up, like, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and The Birds, and Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and Young, I guess. All horror things. Well, no, those are... (laughs) Wait, not the movie The Birds? Those are part of the soundtrack of my childhood. Like, that's... That's the kind of stuff that, like, I grew up going to car shows and 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 racetracks and stuff, and that that was always the type of stuff that was that was playing when I was. Um, sure. I guess probably more so on the drive there, because once you were once you were at the the the, the dragway, it was more rock and roll. <laughs> Which not to say that the birds and Crosby, Stills, and Nash doesn't fit in with rock and roll, but it's like you know it's a little.
1: It's more folky. Yeah, right? more folky. A more folky.
2: yeah, I mean, like, um, um, love the one you're with. Like that's love the one you're with is a is a great tune. Uh, uh, what's the name of that? I was never a big Crosby, Stills, Nash Te- teacher, uh, young person. Teacher, so teach your children is like one of my favorite songs. It's
1: is it teach your children or teach your children? Teach
2: your children. Okay, you know you would know the song if you heard it. Fair. But it's I don't know, it's so good. Mr. Tamarine well, I know Mr. Tamarine Man is a Bob Dylan song, but their like the birds version of Mr. Tambourine Man is Is I, he I, in the Birds? No. Oh. No, it's just they did So a, what are we talking about? They did a cover of it. Okay. Their cover of it is my preferred version. Okay. I know that might be blasphemous. I don't know. Probably people who listen to Bob Dylan would think that's blasphemous. But, but I actually like I actually like their version of Mr. Tamarine Man. because they had a singer than,
1: that could actually sing. <laughs> i love Bob hey, Dylan, mr tambourine man <laughs> i love bob dylan don't get me wrong but he ain't winning any well i guess he probably did win grammys but you know you know what i mean um okay yeah moving on.
2: yeah uh yeah rest in peace to david crosby though That's yes a- sir
1: so this one's not necessarily a this is a weird thing to mention because he hasn't actually died at least officially okay Actor Julian Sands. Are you following this right now? Oh, no. You know who Julian Sands is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Julian Sands has been missing for over a week. Whoa. Uh, he, how have you not been following this? Um, I don't yeah. Know. So, he's been missing for, for five, I'm sorry, five days as of what's <clears throat> on the 18th, it was five days. So, now it's, so today is technically the 21st. So,
2: so he's been missing for a week. A yeah. week,
1: yeah. So at this point, a week. Uh, Julian Sands has been missing for a week. He went hiking in the mountains of California and uh, went missing after inclement weather and avalanches
2: happened. Um, yeah. And this is, um, like, this is like that. You watched that, yeah? Alchemist. I not Alchemist. The what was it called? It was the Alchemist. The yeah. Alp- Alpinist. Alpinist. Yeah. yeah. I told you to watch it. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, dude. Uh, so,
1: um, so Julian Sands, unfortunately, has been missing for seven days at this point, uh, even more when you guys actually hear this. Um, and, super fucking sad. And though. to
2: specify, too, when you say hiking, that's like heavy quotations because I'm looking at pictures of him doing. Oh, his, he, was a, he was a mountain climber. Doing his yeah. hiking right now. Yeah. Like he's on a steep grade yeah, here. Yeah, he. Like a steep, icy grade. <laughs> like Yeah, he loved hiking. doing it. I don't, is...
1: From the sounds of it, he was by himself. I haven't heard of any other reports of him being with other people. Well, somebody That took might this not fo- be true. Somebody took this photo, though. That might not be from that trip, though. Oh, uh,
2: yeah. That's true.
1: Um, but, uh, yeah, they were searching for him with helicopters and drones, uh, and they're going to resume that once everything is safe.
2: You I mean, know, that doesn't sound good, though.
1: Given the fact that he's been missing for as long as he has, it's not a good sign. Excuse me. Um, if you're not familiar with Julian Sands, though, uh, he played Warlock. In Warlock, he was the um the the creepy doctor in Arachnophobia. He was in uh, William S. Burroughs's adaptation of Naked Lunch. Well, Burroughs wrote the original novel, but you know the Cronenberg sure. adaptation of Naked Lunch. Yeah. um, tons of other stuff. Leaving Leaving Las Vegas, uh, boxing Helena, tons of stuff. He's hmm. a, a super sad story. Hopefully, by the grace of whatever god you pray to, he can be found s- alive somewhere. But it's not... Yeah, You're a week into this already, you know what I'm saying? The like, odds are not with him at this yeah, point, which yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah, it's awful. Um, so, not a premature death, but a premature welcome back? Hopefully. Maybe, hopefully, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, super sad, though. We would be remiss if we didn't bring it up, though. So, uh, our, our thoughts are with uh, you know him, if he is still out there holding on with his family and everything else. You know, it, it sucks. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Okay, moving into some actual news here. Um, when you think of movies about a demon-possessed person in a group of friends, what person do you think is making this movie?
2: A demon-possessed person in a group of friends? Um, Sam Raimi?
1: <laughs> well, he's producing it. There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> oddly enough, Sam Raimi is joining forces with Paul Feig, Hmm. Uh, to to produce a new movie called Suburban Hell, which is about, um, here's, the, here's your synopsis. Amy Foster considers herself lucky. After she left the city and moved to the suburbs, she found her place quickly with the neighbors, Liz, Jess, and Melissa, snarking together from the outskirts of the PTA crowd. One night during their monthly wine get-together, the crew concocted a plan for a clubhouse she shed in Liz's backyard, uh, but the night after, wah, bah, 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 something happened and she got possessed. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's suburban. It's suburban demon possession. Um, okay. And it's produced by Ted or uh,
2: Ted Ramy by Sam Ramey. <laughs> Probably starring Ted Ramey, Let's it's be the, honest.
1: No, it's the ten. It's the Ted 5 here. That's what's doing it.
2: Oh well. The, the
1: Ted point five.
2: Yeah. Why are you? Why are you so far into that already? Because
1: I'm thirsty, James. I already
2: told you. Set that glass <laughs> down. It's because the problem is, is because you're holding it in your hand while you talk, yeah. which causes you to drink more. It does. You got to set her you got to set her down in between. Okay. Um all thank right, you, yeah. Thank you AA partner. Yeah, thank you. All right, go.
1: <laughs> anyway, Suburban Hell sounds fun. Uh, it's uh, based on a novel also called Suburban Hell by Maureen Kilmer. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's Sam Raimi and Demon Possession. What yeah. could possibly go wrong? Why right? not? Yeah. Um, Crystal Lake, which is the Peacock series. about the uh, It's the prequel series to Friday the 13th. Uh-huh. Uh, there's some new um, info coming out about it. Uh, Kevin Williamson is writing an episode. Really? Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adrian King, who played um, Alice in the first Friday the 13th movie, oh, okay. she is going to have a recurring role in the series. Really? Um, no idea if she's playing Alice, which is the only way that she could possibly play Alice at this point, is if she's like recounting something or telling the story of something, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, well, being she that she got... didn't know who that was
2: in you know? Friday the 13th
1: yeah part in the first one the original yeah. she's the one that got snagged by yeah uh, i was gonna say she got jason. she got
2: pulled under the water right
1: well in term well we think it could have been a dream because uh, she woke up in the hospital yeah, whatever. Oh, so like, yeah. my point is though like the only way that she could be recurring or, or reprising that character yeah. is if it's like a flashback thing but she doesn't sure. know anything really about jason so i don't see how that could be a thing
2: well unless it's like I don't know. Unless it's like in the years since that fateful day, she's gone on to follow the story or something. Maybe,
1: like that. Maybe I'll say this. <clears throat> Apparently Brian Fuller, who is uh, producing the show and he's the showrunner, he wants four seasons. Like, that's what they pitched. And he says that if they don't pick it up for all four seasons, that Peacock's going to be in a heavy debt, whatever that means. Okay. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about a prequel. Jason story. He doesn't need it.
2: Yeah. It it's, seems... it's, it's
1: unnecessary. Jason has always been effective because he's an enigma. Yeah. You know, giving him a backstory, I, I, I feel like it seems well, a bit unwarranted.
2: Well, I, I guess if you go with the... Ill-advised. If you go with the canon story, we already, we already kind of know what we need to know about him. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, like, what's...
1: And this is going to be about him and Pamela... I'm assuming because you know Brian Fuller goes on to say he actually they were in a um so they had a panel so, they did so we're gonna he was talking about they're it? gonna
2: do it like Bates Motel you yeah you know kind of. like the origin of Norman Bates that's what they're gonna do
1: which was a great show
2: that's fine it's a great show it's, in
1: fairness that's
2: fine but it's like Hannibal to which me Brian Fuller did was a great show that's fine but to me like oh so he, yeah okay I'm just so, saying well, you know, I don't know it. like to me Norman Bates is a more complex character though sure. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, that's... To 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 dig into his origins makes more sense to me than to dig into the origins of Jason. Like what we have, I completely feels like you. it's already enough. I completely agree. So I don't know. It'll be interesting he to says, see how they do it. Though he
1: says in the panel, he goes, "We're being asked if uh, he can confirm that Pamela will have a role in the movie." He goes, "We're honestly going to be covering it all. The series is covering the life and times of these two characters." So. We're assuming he's talking about Pamela and Jason. Yeah, Who sure. else would it be? Right. So we'll see what uh what ends up happening with huh.
2: that. Yeah, it'll be interesting.
1: Um uh our last oops, excuse me, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Our last bit of news here. Uh Sean S. Cunningham is apparently developing a Friday the thirteenth reboot. Okay. <laughs> Why? Mm-hmm. We already did that. Uh-huh. Uh a house reboot. Which I'm actually very on board for. Yeah, that'd be interesting. House is, house could be due for a reader. Sure, yeah. I'm okay with that. And something called The Night Driver, which is um, a thing. Night Driver apparently is a movie that uh, Sean Cunningham has been working on with writer Jeff Locker and director Jeremy Weiss. So apparently what happened was, is while working on The Night Driver they got started talking about Friday the 13th and House, Mm -hmm. both Sean Cunningham properties. Um, And in those talks, uh, apparently Sean Cunningham gave them the blessing to go ahead and move forward with their ideas in terms of wanting to do something with them. Um, Friday the 13th obviously has the new series coming out, so there's going to be a lot of You know, I don't know know about crossover, but interest in the series again. Sure. So they're interested in doing that. Uh, With House, though, they're talking about how it's going to be a reimagining of the 1985 movie uh, with an accompanying video game concept. Oh. No, no, it's bullshit. Why? I'm sorry. I feel like that's just the the, the thing to do nowadays. Let's make a video game out of the, the horror franchise. A franchise like House, though, doesn't need a video game concept. It wasn't popular why, enough. Why not, though? It's kind of the rife. Kind of, it's
2: the, it's rife with material that would make for an interesting horror video But nobody knows game. what it is.
1: That's the thing. Like, I, it, it seems very strange to me they'd be making a video game but out it's, of house. But they're making
2: a new movie with uh an accompanying video game
1: yeah i don't know I it's don't, not
2: like they're trying to make a house video game based off of the 1985 version fair, they're gonna make a new movie with a video game to but go it's still along based with
1: it. off the original property i don't know seems weird to me i don't know prove me wrong i'm okay with that i don't know I don't uh, hey with here's it. the deal new friday the 13th new house and a new seanis cunningham movie i'm into it sure sounds awesome to me
2: yeah uh anyway that's uh that's your news for this week that's it Alright, well we're gonna take a little bit of a break. Not too long. Not too
1: uh well Maybe.
2: Forty-five minutes. Okay, that's fair. Uh and when we come back, scare package two.
1: And round two of the slayoffs. That's right.
0: Fight.
2: Fight. Throughout this we'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic macabre torturous images that defy description.
1: So, Rad Chad first graced our screens in a movie called Scare Package that we did, like, I don't know,
2: last year, two years ago, something like that. It would have been about 30 episodes. 30 episodes? 30? Really? Yeah, about 30 episodes. Wait,
1: so they made a movie in 30 weeks? That doesn't sound right.
2: Well, no, we just watched them within 30 weeks of each other. I don't think we watched Scare Package right when it came out, did we? That's a fair point. That's yeah. a fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs>
1: um but uh anyway though, uh so Scare Package 2, Rad Chad's re- Revenge. Rad Chad's <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> Sorry. The uh the 10.5 is uh the 10.5 I should say is uh is getting
2: to me. <laughs> Work it out, bud. Work it out.
1: Oh, I got a Raimi in my chest. Oh, oh no. I'm going to call up that from now on. I got like an air bubble. Why? Cuz Ted, the 10.5, the rami <laughs> Keep up, James. Okay. Um anyway though, um, yeah, so Rad Chad's Revenge, uh, if you remember from the original, uh, Rad Chad dies at the end of uh Whoa. the first movie. Yep. Spoilers. Uh and uh this movie is about his funeral and the trials and tribulations that come after his funeral, apparently. Uh, directed by lots of people, but mostly Aaron Koontz, uh, who was the creator of the original Scare Package. Uh, he is back directing the wraparound story of Rad Chad's funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of other directors here. We'll go through them as we go through the movie. Uh, but let's see here. When horror guru Rad Chad Buckley's funeral turns into an elaborate series of hilarious death traps... Uh, the guests must band together to use the rules of horror to survive the bloody game. Hmm. Now, James, I loved the first care package. I did, too. How did you feel about number Deuce?
2: Well, you might have noticed <laughs> when you were, dis- when you were <laughs> reading the description of this, the synopsis, if you will, that when you hit the words hilarious death traps, yes. I threw up some of these bad boys. Yes. Some of these... Air quotes. Correct. Around hilarious death. Tra- oh, hilarious Correct. death traps. Um This movie. Well, <laughs> do we want to? Do we want to talk about this right away? Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, this movie was a really bad follow up to the yeah, first one. It really was. Really, I, really bad.
1: I, I, I thought for a moment that like I'm watching. It took me four sessions to watch this movie. Oh really? It, yeah, I did not watch this in one in one session, and I tell you what, I I thought I was missing something. I thought I was like, okay, this is like the the wraparound story seems okay enough. It seems fine. Like it it, it can only be good. Then whenever we get into the shorts, I, I was like, these shorts suck. Like they're not great. The first two especially are just not good. Yeah. The, the the first one was a was a final girls one basically see that one that that one so had, the, the idea sorry go on
2: yeah uh, uh well were you gonna <laughs> <laughs> go with don't go talk with, over me James. no go with where you were no, where you were gonna go
1: I was just going to say all of the all of the shorts have a theme in that they play off of nostalgia like like heavily well they're callbacks like, to yeah
2: they're callbacks to not only Movies from the 80s and 90s, but also for, for their callbacks to the original scare package. Well, movie. they
1: sort of, they're, they're sort of callbacks to the original scare package. The original scare package had a lot of really inventive, really original movies, like short films, right? That they weren't really connected, they didn't have anything to do with each other other than the but, fact that they were just movies that Rad Chad was playing, right? right? So,
2: and they used tropes, common tropes from the sure, 80s,
1: sure. <clears throat> But I feel like the the shorts in this one, they put an emphasis on you have to use tropes. Therefore, it it really just downplayed them to a point where it it it, it even though it was forced, it seemed forced. Yeah. And they weren't fun. Right. The 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 wraparound story is that chat is dead. Uh all, there's a bunch of characters that show up to his funeral, a lot of which are characters from the original Shorts, right? You the Melting Man, which they went a long way to just replay the Melting Man <sighs> part, That was... like all the puking and everything, like that. Yeah. They would did all this just, for... which has nothing to do with the actual story.
2: Uh, yeah, it was
1: just to get back to the Melting Man,
2: <laughs> basically. Yeah, and to have one K- character K- lose his arm for something. yeah. K- just... Um.
1: Yeah, and then you have there who the, the the chimney sweep guy was he from one of the original stories? I was well, trying to remember.
2: I mean he was Jeremy King. He was Oh, that was him? It was Chad. It was
1: The Chimney Sweep guy was the
2: That was, was Rad Jim- Chad. Yeah. Wait, was it not?
1: No, I don't know.
2: Yeah, wasn't that the exact same guy? Yeah, he was Chad Buckley and Bo Buckley. Oh. That he looked exactly the same. How did you I
1: I don't know. I just didn't pick up on it. Okay. Um,
2: But again, like, what purpose? Like, I thought, like, there was going to be some twist where he would be an important factor in the whole thing. But no, he just ends up dying like everybody else. Yeah. Right? How did he even die? I don't even remember.
1: I I, I honestly don't. I honestly don't remember.
2: Does he get his... Does he get puked on? And he... Yeah, he gets... Does he get puked on?
1: A lot of people die in that opening segment where they just get puked on and they melt to death.
2: Yeah, it's like a lazy way to take like. And what was the like? <laughs> there was, there was like the weird thing between the the original Melting Man and his bodyguard where suddenly everything because went... it
1: was the actor that played the Melting
2: Man. I understand that, but like yeah. suddenly everything went quiet and the bodyguard turned around and they kissed and then they melted into each other and like. But there was I like thought a, I was missing. But something there was a here. weird okay. there was a weird uh like voiceover during the whole thing where everything was quiet and one of them was just like, Is this real? And the bodyguard goes, Yeah, this is real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do that's, I don't get it. That's cool. I don't care if you guys kiss and I don't care if you melt into each other into a disgusting <laughs> I'll blob, stop but the what the
1: world and melt with you? <laughs> but, but what was the fucking point? I don't know.
2: Like, it just wasn't uh, like uh, maybe that was maybe was that like a deep cut reference to something that I'm not picking up on? It might be because literally every because literally everything in this movie is a reference to something else, so it has to be, it has to be a reference to something else that I'm just not picking up on. But it, it, like, I'm all for member berries, right? Like, I'm all for these, like, these, like, little, like, esoteric callbacks to other movies that like that make other horror fans go, Oh yeah, I know what they're talking about. But like, if you put something in there that I have, I don't know. I have, yeah. Like I've watched a lot of horror movies and if I have literally no idea what you're referencing, then it's very, I, I get to the point the idea where it's that a little it's, bit much, you know? Yeah.
1: I get the fact that it's very specific. Like I do, but even still, like there was a couple of, there was a couple of ones that I thought actually were really good. That worked really well.
2: Um, of the shorts or the Yeah, of the shorts. Yeah. And it's
1: because they referenced movies that were still niche but very popular within that niche. And it works, right? Well,
2: okay, so let's let's break down the, the shorts, right? So the first one was called Welcome to the Nineties. Yeah,
1: I, I so I graded all of these as they were going.
2: Okay. So I could keep track of them. I didn't, but we'll so, see we'll see where they stack up against.
1: Welcome to the nineties was basically just a slumber party of nineties final girls. Yeah. And they all played the character you you had Ripley, you had um who else was there?
2: Ripley? There was one named Ripley? She yeah, El,
1: or Ellen. Oh, Ellen. Ellen yeah. Ellen Ripley. Uh so yeah, there basically was, had, there was Ellen, from the there
2: was Ellen, Jenny, Nancy and uh Buffy. Well, Buffy was well, the Well, Buffy, yeah,
1: Buffy came in later, but
2: yeah. And uh one of Sally? But they based yeah, they yeah. they
1: they basically just played really stuffy archetype Final girls. From well, the they 90s were who they were the
2: typical they were the typical final girls where they were virginal. They were didn't ner- do anything fun. They were nerds. They were the type of girls yeah. who yeah they were the typical final girls who would make it like which this is I mean you can kind of you can kind of appreciate this because it's like it's playing off of all the typical tropes of oh these are the types of girls who in the 80s would make it to the end of the movie because they weren't out having sex and doing drugs and sure. drinking beers and stuff like that. And then the whole idea of this is the killer comes in and starts killing off these typical final girls and they're like, what the fuck's going on? And then the cheerleader shows up who is at the house next door, which is called the sure to die house or the STD house.
1: Oh, I never picked, I didn't even pick that up. It even
2: says, It even says it on the screen. And and she comes in. I thought she was the best part of this of, yeah, of this which short. Which doesn't say much. She There's, was the entire I thought she, thing sucked. I thought she was pretty funny. That was she was played by Steph Barkley, which I I kept looking at her face. I was like, God, she looks really familiar. I can't I can't place her though. And then I realized I used to follow her on Vine. She was like <laughs> she was like a Vine famous person. Oh, shit. Okay. Um. So it's kind of cool that she's actually like making her way in movies, but um. She was the best part of the movie she was I, like a, she was actually pretty funny. she was
1: I didn't find her amusing at all though like I, I there was nothing about this short that I found even remotely interesting.
2: I was just waiting for it to be over. It was just and i'll I'll get into this more later too, but it was like the messaging was like so on the nose at the end where it was like where it was like um." The 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 final girls finally realize. Oh well, maybe 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 we need to just start acting more like the STD girls, yeah. and he won't kill us. And so they get wild, and then Buffy comes in after sawing off the killer's arm with a chainsaw, and she's like, she's like, this is a new era, and like. Uh you can go out and you can have sex and you can do drugs and nobody's gonna nobody's gonna tell us that we have to live or die based on what we're wearing or how we're acting and blah blah. Mm. Welcome to the nineties, motherfucker. And I'm like way too on the nose. Okay. Like yeah. that's that's fine, whatever. <laughs> like it they're definitely like, yes, there was a big kind of paradigm shift sure. in the nineties sure. when it came to the typical final girl. <laughs> Um, the theme but like, is
1: fine. The writing was just bad.
2: Yeah, it's more like... It's just it's, not a well-written short. Well, and that's... A, like, I guess that was kind of my... One of my gripes about this entire movie was... I kind of, like... Is, is this... Let me ask you this. Is this whole movie so self-aware that it's playing into the trope of how bad sequels typically are? No. That it's... It's it's intentionally no. like playing playing like leaning too hard into the tropes. It's no I it's don't it's intentionally think so. it intentionally has bad writing. Like is it that is it that um no I is don't, that self aware or I don't think
1: so because I actually rather enjoyed the last like third to half of the movie. Like okay. the lat like the, the later part of the movie was way more enjoyable than the beginning part okay way more in my opinion so to me that's not a thing that you do if you're if you're trying to be aware of something and do a movie in a certain vein you don't just shift that halfway through
2: you know what i'm saying well let's keep rolling then like what was the next short was the
1: night he came back again which i thought was a fucking another really stupid short
2: oh it sucked It was terrible. This one sucked. And I actually remember, so this was a sequel to The Night He Came Back Again in the first Scare Package movie. Correct. And that one I actually thought was pretty funny. Correct. They had the killer strapped down to a table the entire time and like through these weird mishaps of physics and stuff like that, kids kept still getting killed Mm -hmm. in the room. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, and it was clever. And then at the end, like the whole thing where they unmask the killer, and he's super handsome, and the girl's torn about whether or not she actually wants to kill him, yeah. and yeah. like that—that that all played out. It was super funny. And This one, it was just like, it was, what's the what's the fucking point? Yeah. like it was yeah, just. I agree. Now, and mind
1: they, you, too, the Rapperon story is supposed to be like having to do with these movies. The whole the whole idea of it is that. The 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 people at Rad Chad's funeral are invited to play a game by their quote unquote captors. They all right. get like they get, excuse me, they get drugged. They get like uh, uh like it, it turns
2: out it turns into a saw movie. It's a saw movie, yeah. yeah.
1: Rad Chad is basically jigsaw. He has an, an accomplice and this and that and yada right. yada. Right for the first at least two shorts though, what the fuck do these shorts have anything to do with the wraparound story?
2: well they, they don't were,
1: play into them much at all
2: well they were they were clues they were clues to help them get through each of the but stories the
1: clues, but the clues that were made apparent in the wraparound not in the stories which don't make which doesn't make a lot of sense well
2: he was so rad Chad would come on the screen and he would be like oh this this thing's gonna really do a number on your body and then they watch the short and they realize oh the only time they mentioned a number number was 12 and so 12 is the answer where though he throws the the ping- pong balls into the cups that are marked 12 because they're playing beer pong. that was seriously it that was it
1: it's fucking lame. It's, yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not good. It's not inventive. It's oh not yeah, anything.
2: I, I, yeah. In the later,
1: in the later ones, it did. They did a better job of of <clears> keeping <throat> it because like, who did who did these characters like? What three movies were represented in this short? Right? Right, right, That makes more sense. Yeah, which we'll get there. But like these first two, especially, were just
2: not fucking good. What was the second portion of the wraparound? Was it the B masks?
1: It was the B masks. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and that was like,
1: what did that have to do with anything?
2: I'm sure. I'm was it they a, all had was it masks
1: a, on. There was all bees. Why did only one of them wh- was? Get, it, uh,
2: was that supposed to be a reference to uh, Wicker, to be, wicker yeah, Man? Yeah, it was wicker Man, for okay. sure. Okay, but then what? Like, but then what did that have? To, like, was the I don't lady know. was the lady who got stung by the bees and then her head exploded? Did, was she supposed to be a reference to something too? I don't. I don't know. Am I just like maybe (laughs) I I, I don't know. Maybe my knowledge of horror movies is just not deep enough to like to to really be able to pick up on all these references. Yeah. I I, I, that's that's probably it. But here's the thing. Even if I knew all of the movies that they were referencing, I knew a lot of them. But even if I knew It doesn't make the shorts, even if I knew all of them, I still don't think this would have been a good movie. No. No. Um so let's move on to the next short. What's so the next finally,
1: short? So finally, the next short is called Special Edition, which is basically about a group of... So I like this one right off the bat. This because one I liked. This one reminded me of the visual style of somebody like Robert Eggers.
2: Yeah, yep. Right? Uh-huh.
1: Like it, it looked This one, finally, the, the third short looked better right. than the other two. Yeah. Like straight up, right? Yeah. It looked better. Like Okay, it looks like Robert Eggers or something, something along those lines. Um, like very, like the, the saturation was kind of pulled out of it. It was very, whatever. Yeah. And this is basically about uh, a group of girls who, uh, one of the girl's brother died, left her this laser disc, <laughs> which is random cause you can't record on laser discs. So I'm not really sure how that happened, but like sure. left her a laser disc where when she plays it, whatever she plays on, like What's playing on the laser disc is the deaths of her friends. Well, Basically, for, first, like she's controlling it via the 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 thing.
2: Well, first of all, one they start off by discussing something that I think is I think is cool because it's a it's a part of like pop culture that I grew up hearing, which was the ghost in the scene in uh, um three men and a baby. Okay. Did you ever hear about this when you were younger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that scene in Three it's Men not, and a Baby where billboard.
1: It's a billboard, the, it's a billboard yeah, in the back. It's
2: yeah. not. A, it's a cardboard cutout of Ted Danson. But like, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, but that's what they're looking at. They're looking at this and they're exploring all the different ideas of what this could be, and so like that coupled with the fact that this actually looked really good, like yeah. this short looked really good compared to all the other ones, um, I was pretty sucked in. And the acting was good too. Like it was okay. I, th- I thought, I thought all the girls were like it seemed like a real group of friends, all mm-hmm. with different personalities, and 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 uh, I don't know. It just felt convincing to me. And they did the Agreed. They did the thing. <laughs> they did the thing where like you see the narrative playing out, but then you hear a phone call between two of them as like a as a as an overdub, and that was like very typical of of. Uh, I feel like they just nailed the feeling of that type of movie that they were going for. And then the way it plays out, like there were some pretty cool, there were some pretty cool visuals and some pretty cool ideas. Like the the idea of a girl sitting there and watching this thing over and over and then every time she hits a different button on the remote it it's corresponds it's affecting to, yeah. what's going on in the house. So I thought that was pretty cool.
1: So she's bas- the laser just controls the killer in real life basically. Right. Yeah. Ooh, thank you.
2: And you don't <laughs> you don't really get a real sense of what the killer is. Not that, really. that stays pretty that stays pretty vague and that's fine with me. Like that's
1: of all the killing and all the everything else that was going on in this movie, there is one scene where, so in the beginning of the movie, the one main girl, she's freaked out about something and she's like, I'm not staying down here. I'm staying in your room upstairs or yep. whatever it was. She goes up there and it's such a random scene. But it's when you see her in the room for the very first time, before the other girl walks into the room, they continue the scene. Mm-hmm. They very nonchalantly show the main girl about to bite her toenails. Did you notice that? Oh, like, no, I didn't home notice. girl literally had her whole leg up to her mouth, and she's about to take a chunk out of one of her toenails before the other girl walks in, and she just really? stops. Yeah. I and didn't notice never, that at all. And they never go back to it. Like, what the fuck was
2: that? That's <laughs> so weird. I didn't notice it's that. It's so
1: weird, Yeah. Super fucking weird and random. I, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I took a note of it. I was homegirl about the to biter toenails. Like, what the fuck is going I on? I mean,
2: there are plenty of people that actually do that. Yeah, it's so, disgusting. Like...
1: <laughs> I get the appeal, but it's disgusting. Um, so so moving on from special edition though, then it goes into the first. I would say more like separate, short of the main wraparound. Yeah, and this gets into the the Hellraiser. Um, what is it? Hellraiser, uh, Freddy Krueger, Blair Witch segment is what I called it. Like it kind of mixes those three things together.
2: It was what Hellraiser. It was
1: Hellraiser because of all the chains, obviously. Sure, uh, yeah. Um, Graham, uh, Graham Skipper gets skinned in this segment. Oh, he, yeah. he just becomes a walking muscle bag, which is hysterical because nobody ever mentions the fact that he doesn't have skin. <laughs>
2: Like this is where to me at least even even him. Like he doesn't he doesn't even like take much issue with. it. This is a
1: minor inconvenience. (laughs) I have no skin anymore. This is where in the movie I thought it turned a page. Like this even this segment wasn't that great. Like the whole movie's just not that creative. Mm, Yeah. That's the thing. Like it's supposed to be a callback to all these different movies, which is fun to a certain degree, but in exercise, it's not. Really, that entertaining of an idea? Yeah, you know, like it's right. go. Oh yeah, that references this. And, oh, cool, that references that. But well,
2: like I said, but but like but just, they're not good. Yeah, like just putting movie references in doesn't do anything. Exactly. Like, you still have to make it. You still have to make it work. You still have to. The writing still has to be good. Exactly. The so, dialogue still has to be good. So you know? this is the part of
1: the movie when you realize that the 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 quote unquote jigsaw henchman is the dude from scare package one who was one of the guys that like really wanted a job there but he like rad Chad would wouldn't give it to him he's the guy that like was trying to like get in there and was a horror enthusiast and all that stuff oh,
2: man they did sam dirty in this movie
1: sam was that his name
2: yeah okay because he was fucking hilarious in the first movie hilarious and he sucked yeah. so much in this yeah, movie. yeah his dialogue wasn't great in this it was movie awful all. yeah wasn't funny not at all no, not I don't like. I didn't laugh a single time in this movie. I may have done a few of you, you know these like the the outward no, huh. no the 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 nose like the <laughs> yeah that yeah I did that to a few of Graham Graham Skipper's lines. Graham I agree. Graham Skipper was the best part of this movie. Sure, he was funny. Yep, and even and Rad
1: Chad wasn't that great. No, Rad
2: movie. Chad like they they did both Sam and Rad Chad dirty. Those were. Two well, of the... they they was Rad Chad because he, he was like, the well, main then, guy. Yeah. Then he did himself dirty because yeah. like hit like Rad Chad in the first movie was so charming, like so yep, just such because had more of a role, such an offbeat character and like so fanatical and just like he was fun to watch, you know. Yeah. He sucked in this movie. Yeah. Sam, I mean, he Sam wasn't. Sam sucked in this movie, and the material like the material was there. How like was that, he even back. What's up? Han
1: wasn't even back until
2: two seconds. Until, at the yeah, end, until yeah. the very, which means they're setting it up for a third movie, well, which we'll get I'll we'll watch. Get but like, we'll get there. But yeah, um, I don't know, dude. Like, I, I just, agree. Like there was well, where, I kept waiting for Sam to be funny again because he was so funny in the first movie, and I'm just so like, this this sucks.
1: Part of the trailer was Sam coming out of the TV to like recreate the Freddy Krueger thing, right? Yeah, the Welcome so, like, to Prime Time. Yeah, thing, in yeah. in the trailer that looks awesome. Mm-hmm. In practice, though, it wasn't funny at no. all. And they send the old lady into the Blair Witch thing, which wasn't really that funny. Like, like I'm watching this segment. Oh, I see, go, I
2: got I got more of a wreck vibe from that. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because there's that scene in Wreck where the girl is. Uh, oh, she gets pulled cl- back, climbing like, toward yeah, the right. camera, and she gets pulled backward.
1: You're you're 100 right. Yeah, look at you. Well, 100 percent correct. Yeah. Um, but even still, though, like I thought that was I thought that segment was was quote good only because I thought the references were at least accessible. Sure. Right? Somebody. But, yeah. but it still wasn't that good though. Like I said, my, my last note on this section was it's not really all that creative. This movie is a slog, which is really unfortunate and surprising given how much we enjoyed the first movie. Yeah. Um yeah. So then we move in though to the next short, which I thought this is where it finally turned a page. Mm-hmm. The next short is called We're So Dead, which is the last actual short of the movie oh
2: see i thought this short sucked too
1: <laughs> i compared to the rest of them i so okay. here's my rating so far welcome to the 90s i gave an f i H- okay. hated it
2: yeah
1: uh the night he came back again i gave a d okay only because i think there was like one minor special effect that i thought was cool special edition so which hold
2: is, on just on the fly i would have given welcome to the 90s maybe like a c I would have oh, yeah. given I would have given uh the night he came back home again, the night she came home, which yep. was the full title. Yep. That one was like that was an F. I Okay. That one was useless to me.
1: Special edition I gave a B minus.
2: Special edition I would have yeah, I'd agree with that. About a B minus. Yeah.
1: Now we're so dead I gave an A. I actually like this one a lot.
2: We're so dead. That was wait, this is the one with the four kids?
1: The four kids. It was Reanimator. Um Stand, stand, stand by stand me, me, Reanimator, the fly. and the Fly. Yeah. I actually uh, thought this one was really good. It maybe
2: looked, maybe Nightwalk, Night Nightwalk. Night, not Nightwalkers. Uh what the hell is the name of that Stephen King movie? Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers. There you I've go.
1: never seen Sleepwalkers, so <laughs> well, I'm just, not sure.
2: Just because of the cat people thing. Oh, gotcha. Um, so then there was there was one other.
1: They tried to do Pet Cemetery, but pet it was, cemetery, no, but it yeah. wasn't Pet Cemetery. What they were thinking of was Reanimator, not Pet Cemetery.
2: No, it was, I mean it was Pet Cemetery too. Not really. Why not? How would it have been? How would it have been? Because there was a cat
1: that they brought back to life. Reanimator. They killed the cat. The cat was from Reanimator.
2: Yeah, but the cat comes back to life in Pet Cemetery. How does it come? They didn't kill a cat though. In Pet Cemetery. No, in this movie, they didn't kill a cat.
1: The cat was just there
2: the it cat, was but the, the cat, cat was ran the, into the,
1: the the fly machine and became
2: the kid at the end. but the cat was reanimated. No it wasn't yeah it was no, that's it why wasn't. it had green eyes
1: Oh not and that
2: that's and it also had a giant tire track across its back. did it yeah I'm watching oh, okay. I'm watching it right now okay oh <laughs>
1: then, then I missed that part my apologies <laughs> point is though I actually really liked this one. I thought that it looked really good first off
2: it looked good. I
1: thought that the humor was at least tongue-in-cheek enough to be funny. Right? Like I, I actually really enjoyed the humor in this one.
2: Yeah, I just didn't. I, I thought
1: know. that um I thought that the the reanimator portions of it, like with the talking head and the whole deal, I thought that was actually quite funny. Yeah. With the kids. I love the fact that the whole thing was predicated around just slaughtering children. <laughs> That's always fun. Um yeah, I don't know. This one worked for me. Yeah, this one I, I thought was was a very obvious attempt at just combining a bunch of movies, but it actually worked. There's there's heart behind it, I guess you could sure. say, right? I, I and I actually really really enjoyed this one.
2: Aside from the way, I I agree with you that it looked really good. I liked the way it looked a lot. Um, other than that, I just yeah. Again, I just didn't. There was nothing. I don't know. It just didn't land for me.
1: The one kid of the end they put into the the fly transporter and mm-hmm. the cat runs into when yeah. the kid shows up for you know, uh, for dinner, weeknight, night, weekday night dinner with his parents. Seriously. He looked like the child version of the cat man, which I know is, is the entire point because he's a cat human, but it's more impressive to me that the cat man in real life, you know, the guy that had all that plastic surgery. yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that he looked that much like a real cat man, it was impressive to me. (laughs) (laughs) um, I don't know. I I like this short, though. I thought this was a short that really, really brought it back. And then you get into the final section of the wraparound, which brings back Dustin Rhodes as the killer from the first movie, the uh, professional wrestler who played the killer. Yeah. Brought him back. Gold gold dust,
2: right? Gold dust, baby. Gold dust. Are you okay? Do you need to... I'm very burpy right now. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I don't know why.
2: I apologize. Um... But again, I feel like he was. I feel like he was misused, a little bit. Like he just showed up and just and kind of stalked around the video store for a little while. Kind of lumbered around, yeah. Didn't really do much of anything. Agreed. I was just like, okay. He was. He was really cool in the first movie, you know, like he. I, I, I don't know. Like I feel he was... like this.
1: I feel like that last short too. When they go into the new, like the, this last section or whatever, mm-hmm. it was the first time they used one of the short films as an actual reason for them to react in the wraparound. Because it was like you need to find which like three or four movies or which four movies that last short like were were riffing off of, right. in order to beat the killer right. at the end.
2: Or the, release the collars from your yeah, neck. And, yeah, and
1: the whole, entire, the whole point of the movie was supposed to be they need to use their horror knowledge to survive a game. None of the other games had literally anything to do with horror knowledge.
2: It was just picking up on clues from the short movies that they were watching.
1: Barely, and even barely that, though. Like, yeah. it wasn't anything. Um, I don't know, like, the, the end of the movie, they're running around... I, I like the idea that the way to kill the, the killer was... Or, or, I'm sorry, to get the collars off their necks was to find the movies put them in the rewinder and rewind yeah. that was very video game-ish to me sure yeah which i enjoyed yeah um i don't know like the last third of the movie i thought was finally enjoyable but that was it yeah, it, just, just, it, was, it was just a big letdown yeah, honestly i
2: i just um yeah the whole thing was <laughs> no way. the whole thing felt like a slog to me it i did. don't know it did it was a bummer
1: that's why it took me so long to get through with the whole thing. There, there's a couple parts that made me laugh. Like, like American Beauty, Kevin Spacey has ruined it. Like, <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Where there were uh, a couple other quotes I thought were like slightly funny.
2: Yeah, like I said, Graham Skipper, a lot of the. And I think it's just the way he played it. Like, the fact that he was skinless was already hilarious. <laughs> it and was. He's, and yeah. he's just playing a guy who's like kind of like just just silly stupid things like where he's sitting behind that counter for a while and the and and the girl comes to join up with him and he's like and he's just sitting there with no skin, and he's like, oh, yeah, I, I found a really nice spot right here. <laughs> he never comes over here, and then he's like, maybe I should let her know, oh, no, he's right there. I think I'll just... And like, yeah. <laughs> just the way he delivers the lines is really hilarious. Scrape well, Skipper's also great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So...
1: I did like in the beginning where Rad Chad first, like, the first time you see him on the videotape, like, whoever the, the, the woman running the funeral is pulls up, like, an old... Elementary school cart with a TV on it, and they press play, and it's Rad Chad, and he's thanking everybody for coming, thanking Adele for singing that beautiful song at his funeral. (laughs) Yeah, clearly Adele wasn't there. Uh Then he goes on to be like, "We're all rolling in the deep together." (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, there's there's lines that were funny, right? Yeah, that doesn't make a funny movie, right?
2: There's lines, unfortunately. There's lines that were funny, and then there was lines that were like pretty cringy like they're they they had to throw in like i was saying earlier is there's part of the reason we love horror and part of the reason we love analyzing and sometimes over analyzing movies is because the horror uh the like horror films which i feel like a lot of other i feel like a lot of people who aren't into horror don't realize just how much like subtext there is in horror and sure. how much social commentary there is absolutely and that's why we like to overanalyze it because there's because there's so much there's so much to talk about there this movie kept throwing in lines that were like just so on the nose though you know what i mean yeah. like talking about times changing and then there, there was, was like no... there was a really cringy line at the end where she says like oh are, are, have we had enough of the gatekeeping and I'm like, Ugh, like, yeah. There was there was no real like, semblance. Keep that of, shit on record.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was no real semblance, though, of of tone in that regard. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all it was yeah. kind of all over the place.
2: Um, there's gatekeeping is one of the like. It, it's the worst. There's four terms that I would be completely fine with never hearing again after the past two years. It's gatekeeping, gaslighting, problematic. And uh, what was the other one that I was thinking of earlier? Uh, oh, trauma. Everybody will that triggered. Everybody, oh, triggered too. <laughs> so make that five. Everybody talks about their trauma these days. It's like you didn't treat the per- you didn't treat the barista at Starbucks like an a- like an asshole because you have childhood trauma. It's just you're an asshole.
1: Unless you were abused by a barista.
2: Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> a barista spilled coffee on me when I was younger, and now I have childhood trauma from it. Go fuck yourself. There you go. I don't know, dude. The only. Maybe the, like, I'm, I'm, I might be too cynical for this world.
1: One of the things that happened at the end of the movie that I thought was good is that they, they, they seemingly set this up for a third movie uh, with a more inclusive Joe Bob, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Like he kisses Joe Bob hanging from his mirror at the end of the movie.
2: Oh, and he calls him Papa. He calls him Papa. Did Papa? Did Papa? And then he calls
1: it? Papa at the end, and Joe, it's very, very obviously Joe Bob that picks up, and he's like there but not there. They they but definitely it, set this it, up for
2: a part three. But again, dude, talk about a bit that went on way too fucking long. Yeah, they did it again at the end too. He said, he does the he does he's it's so it's like a callback to um sounds of the lambs right. Uh-huh. He calls him and he says, "Papa, have the lambs stopped screaming?" And Joe Bob doesn't say anything, and then he just hangs up on him, and he's like, "Papa, Papa," and he starts crying. Yeah, and it goes on for like fifteen seconds, which doesn't sound like that long, but when it's just watching a grown man crying, it's a fucking eternity. And then they cut to well, another I feel bad for my fiance. <laughs> and then they cut. <laughs> and then they cut to another uh, cut scene in the credits. That was I don't even remember what it was.
1: It was some other dumb
2: shit. No, it's and then, more of him. Well, it's more of him. No, it? they 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 do another cut scene that had to do with um, I can't remember what it was, and then right at the end they cut back to him crying again, and it goes on for like another fifteen seconds, and I'm like, "You've milked this fucking joke to death. It's not fun. It wasn't funny yeah. to begin with, and I now agree. I'm just annoyed." Yep. Like, yep. ah, dude. I don't. So I like. I just don't. I, th- like, I think we we'll can begin. It's weird to me that you can take a movie like Scare Package, which was so much fun, it was so creative.
1: It's a forced sequel. That's what it was. Scare Package did way better than they thought it was going to. And again, and they go, "Let's make a sequel," and it was a bad idea. So
2: again, I go back to. So listen to me. I've I've talked about how much I disliked this movie for the past hour, half hour, whatever we've been talking about. But if the if all of this was intentional. <laughs> And they intentionally made a forced shit sequel because that's the trope. If, then, in a way, I can kind of appreciate it. But I don't, but think, I don't, that don't that think you can that's do what it that
1: did. well, though. That's the thing. I don't. I don't think that you can do it if, that well. If they
2: did, though, dude, <laughs> if they did, then, then more power. Then to it's them. a masterpiece. It's
1: also <laughs> like shooting yourself in the dick. I don't understand why you would ever <laughs> possibly do that. But if they did it, then congratulations. You, do you have made th-
2: a mangled masterpiece. You do it for the clicks, baby. Do it for the clicks.
1: Do for the clicks, not for the cocks. Um, <laughs> but I just, I, I don't think that it was intentional. I, I don't think that think it just so was either. what it was, yep. which unfortunately is very uh, it well, seemed, unfortunate.
2: It seems like they tried to rush to put something together because the first one had a, you know, a decent amount of success. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's I it. don't know. Kind of a bummer. I I still suggest checking it out. I would love to hear, like, if somebody else has something to say about this, and and we're just wrong, you know? Yeah. Like, if there's some overarching uh, message here, or just like, I don't, or or if, I the, don't think or if the references <laughs> are so deep that we're just not we're not tuned into it, like, I'd I would actually love to hear it, and I'd love to. I don't be know proven if there wrong. Is.
1: I really don't think there is.
2: Like, if you can come to me and say you gotta watch it again because you miss this and this and this and this and this, then c- please come at me, bro. Um, but I I just like I don't know. Yeah. I can't uh I can't say that I enjoyed this movie.
1: Yeah, Scare Package 2, Rad Chad's Revenge is more like Rad Chad's
2: not revenge. Wow, dude. Did you write that down because nailed it? Did you write that it. down? It did it's hard to remember. <laughs> uh
1: Chad was not rad. That's what we'll say. That's that was we'll better.
2: Say. You should have went not, with that. Not
1: rad Chad's revenge. You yeah. would have went with that. Um yeah, that's a bummer.
2: Yep. But it is what it is. Yeah. balls. Uh
1: you know what's not a bummer?
2: The fucking slayoffs. Fighting and dude.
1: slayoffs, and you ruined my joke. So let's just get into
2: the slayoffs. Well, you ruined all your own jokes. Oh, fuck.
1: All you wanted behind how much you hate that theme song, you are rocking out to it over there. Bro, if that fucking if that fucking
2: clean tone guitar riff doesn't get you fucking pumped for some carnage, like put some distortion on it. Like
1: there is what? distortion on that. What are you talking about? No, no, what are you, what are you
2: talking about? Sounds <sighs> like a it sounds like an acoustic guitar being played through a fucking tin can.
1: That being said. <laughs> We are now on round 1 part 2 yeah. of the slayoffs. Uh four more uh you know matchups here to make your your dick wet. There you go. That's that was it. a
2: that was a full sentence That's that ended one. with the words dick wet. <laughs> That's the
1: one. All right, uh you got something to add here?
2: Do I have something to yeah. add?
1: You look like you're karate kidding something right now.
2: I could say dick wet again. <laughs> no, I'm just wet. I'm blowing up our uh, our choi- our uh, our round here. Yeah, just okay. so that I can see everybody.
1: Round one, part two. We are starting with Cecily.
2: Cecily from Werewolf Werewolves Within. Within.
1: Oh yes, uh, also from the uh, AT T commercials. Total babe. Total babe. Against um, who this is? This is okay. <laughs> the Kalthika. From the relic,
2: also a total babe.
1: Total babe, a little teethy, but total babe. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um. So basically, we have a werewolf against a monster,
2: an ancient.
1: Yeah. So, monster. So, okay. I don't feel as though. Oh wait, home turf advantage. First off. Oh
2: yeah, good call. I'm um, leaving this up to you.
1: Okay. We missed
2: it last time, so. I've got.
1: All right, Cecily was going to be heads. Cothiga is going to be tails.
2: Okay, I'm going to flip this. That's fine. Here, let me take this stuff out so it's not so loud. Do what you got to do. All right, so uh, Cecily is heads. Yep. So that's the side with the stamp on it. Yep, tails that's going to... Is the uh, Cecily will side. have
1: the cabin or house that they stay at. The Kothaga will have the museum.
2: Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Ready? Yep. It is Kothaga. Home turf. Okay, so home
1: mm, turf to the Kothika. The museum. In the museum. I feel like that home turf doesn't really uh, help either way in this one. <clears throat> I feel like if you have a gigantic monster like the Kothika against a werewolf that is, yes, part werewolf, but also more part human still. Because even as a werewolf, she was still very lucid, you
2: know? yeah. I don't think that makes her any less powerful as a werewolf.
1: No, but I I feel like it makes her less primal. And the Kothika would win just based on primal instinct.
2: Now, how was the Kothika defeated? The Kothika was defeated with fire Uh in the relic, correct? Is that right?
1: I believe so, yeah, if memory serves. I
2: forget. That movie was chaotic um, toward the end. Uh, Yeah, it was fire. It was an explosion. So to me, the so the Kothiga is just pure brute strength and and just a ferocious. That's really
1: what it's got going for it. It's brute strength.
2: But she has brute strength too. She's a werewolf. I mean, she True. can she can tear through metal with her claws. She can. She was
1: also beaten. Well, I guess all of these characters have been beaten by humans, so that doesn't really matter yeah. much. But
2: see, I think I think the advantage that a human has over a werewolf is the ability to figure out situations and form uh, complex thoughts when it comes to figuring out problems unlike complex is the,
1: thoughts in this
2: right i can <laughs> i can't use mouth words right now is the kothaga like is it really a like a a fully sentient being where it can like figure more, figure out the situation and, well i mean and, it can
1: figure it out but it is it's definitely more primal
2: yeah to me it, it acts almost purely on instinct okay and so do you
1: think that a werewolf could take down a mythical creature?
2: I kind of think so. And especially especially a werewolf who, as you say, like you said that Cecily was more lucid than a werewolf, than a typical werewolf, as if that was a detriment. I actually feel like that would be more of an advantage for her. Because not only does she have the speed and the brute strength of a typical werewolf, but she also has the wherewithal to maybe do some problem solving, like maybe realize that this thing can die by fire. That's true. So...
1: And she's human, part human, so she could actually... Because that's the thing, we're not just taking this as Cecily as a werewolf, it's Cecily as a human as well. She sets up a lot of people in that movie to meet their demise.
2: Mm -hmm. She's smart. Yeah. Yeah. And the Kothiga is taken out by mere humans. Mere mortal it's humans. True. In, it's true. In the movie.
1: Oh my god, are we going with Cecily over the uh Kothiga?
2: I'm leaning that way. Cause I like to me, to me, it's like when you're all the Kothiga has going for it is its brute strength and its razor sharp teeth. Yeah. That's, That's about kind it. Of it, yeah. That's about it. Cecily has brute strength. And razor sharp razor teeth. sharp teeth and claws. And, and smart. S- the ability to formulate complex thoughts and figure out complex situations.
1: Yeah, I, um, James, I think I'm, I'm going to agree with you on here.
2: Are you? I think Cecily. Cecily's, Cecily's gonna win got this. it. Yeah. Nice. I think so. Yep. I think that's
1: the way it goes. Shit damn. Shit damn. Shit damn. Okay, <laughs> Cecily moves forward. All right. Uh, the next matchup here we have the Velocipastor. Pastor.
2: The Velocipastor. Pastor
1: versus the Mother from Barbarian. <laughs> Okay. This one's um,
2: this one seems pretty cut and dry to me. Okay. Is it though?
1: I for some strange reason I feel like our cut and dries are going to be different.
2: I feel I I feel like the Velocipastors got this one in the bag. I was going to go with the mother. Were you really? I was. Explain this to me.
1: The mother's good at trapping things. Mm. She's got all those cages downstairs in the basement. She's really good at trapping capable beings mm-hmm. in a cage mm-hmm. and then basically sucking and nurturing the life out of them, mm-hmm. right? The Velocipastor can, yes, turn into an inflatable dinosaur,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but that's about it, I guess. I don't know. Like, okay. A but- velo- put this way. A velociraptor was caged in Jurassic Park mm-hmm. and it was overcome, right? Okay
2: but once again we're talking about a raptor human hybrid here. Yeah, but the raptor so,
1: wasn't smart in its ra- in its raptor uh, uh form though.
2: Oh really? How many raptors do you know that can do Well, I watched Kung Fu?
1: I watched the velociraptor and I'm pretty sure that Velocipaster. I did, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You said velociraptor.
1: Well, I watched that too. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that um it wasn't the the human was not in the driver's seat. Is what I'll say. When he was,
2: the Velocipaster. But he was taking out <gasps> hordes of ninjas. Cause he's a dinosaur. <laughs> and he's going up against one mutant woman. Yeah. Who's been living underground. Oh, we didn't do we? Did, we oh, did, home turf, home Jesus turf. Christ. All yeah. right, home well, turf. That'll matter. So we got Velocipastor... His heads. His heads. Where's yep. his home turf?
1: Of the um, the church.
2: Sure. Sure. <laughs> and the mother in the catacombs. Yep. Ready? Go. Mother. Yeah. Catacombs.
1: The, then I I think mother gets it.
2: Really? I do. So picture. So you're in the catacombs. She's
1: also like a mutant herself too. She's not well, she's, just human. She's
2: inbred. <laughs> She's not a mutant. I, I mean, well, I guess if you want to
1: say that to the mutant cannibals we have coming up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so she, again, like again, she's got like brute strength, but that's really all she's got going for. Her. The velocipaster has brute strength, has the smarts of a human, and the cunning of a, of a velociraptor, clever girl. That's true. And if they meet face to face in a tunnel that's seven feet tall by four feet wide, there's nowhere to go. So it's just face to face. So picture these two beings face to face. Uh huh. Nowhere to go. Uh huh. Who comes out on top? You still going to go with the mother?
1: I don't know. The mother is fucking gigantic and gangly and I don't know, it's man. She's definitely
2: spindly, but like. Does she have what it takes to beat a dinosaur? A dinosaur, <laughs> like she's ultimately killed by a hundred twenty-five pound oh, woman. She,
1: she also she falls though. She kind of kills herself.
2: Well, no, she gets shot in the face, but spoiler. Alert. Well,
1: and then falls. But yeah, jeez, um, oh, I don't know. Are man. you still going with the mother? I feel like I feel like if the two of them met the mother would be
2: all right. Maybe what I'm not taking into consideration I don't know. here I don't know. is, so <laughs> are we, are we, are we looking at this as though the Velocipastor is an actual Velociraptor? Or are we thinking about it in terms of it's a ridiculous rubber suit?
1: I don't know. I, I, I've been trying to think that too. Yeah. Cause like if it's just, if it's based on the rubber suit that we see in the movie, then that's then the, pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, but if you're supposed to use your imagination, and that's a real dinosaur. Yeah. Um,
2: Think about it in terms of he's actually turning into a velociraptor.
1: Then I guess the velociraptor would win.
2: That's what I would say. <sighs> Unless you can convince me otherwise in the next 20 seconds.
1: I don't know that I can. Like, the mother's very nurturing, and she's very like, aggressive in her nurturing like a, phase. A, again,
2: he could, he could fade back into his human form and pretend to be the baby that she wants. And then as he's breastfeeding, turn back into the Velociraptor and bite her into pieces. You're right. Fuck.
1: I cannot believe that I'm about to say this, but the (laughs) Velocipastor is moving on to round two.
2: And they say it couldn't be done. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) Jesus would be proud. Okay. Uh, the third matchup of the night. The headless horseman. Or, or the Sleepy horseless Ho, headsman. Or the horseless <laughs> headsman
2: versus the nun. This is an interesting one to me. It is.
1: It is. Uh they're both very they're both very cryptic in a in a way. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh or at least um uh supernatural in crypt- a way. Oh crypt cryptid. Cryptid, that's what yeah. I mean. Sorry. Uh they're both supernatural. <clears throat> um I think what it comes down to Well,
2: the nun is a demon.
1: The nuns a yes.
2: The headless horseman is A spirit. It's yeah, I would say it's more of a more of a restless spirit, right? Yeah, which both... they
1: both exist in the same realm.
2: Yeah. So home turf advantage. Let's see. What oh we yeah, get here. good call. So we got the church, uh, the old chapel, so or the old chapel the woods. The old chapel is the uh, his heads. Okay. Or
1: no, the old chapel would be tails because uh, nuns at the bottom here. Oh sure. Easier to remember what I'm looking at.
2: Okay. Old chapels' tails, heads would be the woods, the the, the out by the tree, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it is tails. That's third one in a row. So this we're talking about the chapel here. The chapel.
1: I for this one, I don't think that it makes as big of a a difference because they're both like specters, right? No, it
2: totally does because the headless horseman cannot set foot on holy ground. So. Where do we go?
1: But the nun can come off of holy ground. Right. I don't know. Would the would the headless horseman just go up to the church and just be like, meet me outside, doth nun?
2: <laughs> well, no, because he doesn't have a head. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a pumpkin that can speak.
1: Um, see, this is interesting because I feel like outside of the church, the headless horseman would win.
2: Out- see, I don't know, though. She's a demon. She's a straight-up demon, and he's a—would we say a restless spirit? Yeah. Of sorts. Yeah. Um, I just don't see like I don't see where because every everything that he uses for an attack, I don't see how it would. I don't see what that would do to damage her. Do you know what I mean?
1: I do. I do. Like I'm even I th- think you're.
2: I'm tr- I'm trying to th- how is she destroyed at the end of the movie? I think that you need to possess She's some... not destroyed cuz a seagull coming out. Oh, well, there you go. Um I feel like the only way to defeat her is through some sort of not only working knowledge of uh how to defeat a demon, which he doesn't have. He's just a soldier. Mhm. Right? Mm-hmm. And also, you probably have to have some sort of artifact to kill her. I would guess.
1: You're probably right.
2: Right, and then couple that with the fact that your the 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 battleground is holy holy turf, right? Which I, he's the, which he's not technically supposed to be on. The
1: turf war is pretty big on this one. It really is.
2: I'm gonna give it to the nun. I think. Yeah. If it was out in the woods, Ooh, it might man. be a more even match, but I think that I'm going to give it to the Nun I'm, on this one. I'm
1: less than confident on agreeing with this, but I'm going to agree with it because I don't have a good enough argument for the Horseman. Even though I feel like in a straight-up battle on neutral ground, the Horseman might win.
2: I don't know if we've ever seen the Nun's like full power, though. You know what I mean? And also, the Horseman doesn't really act on his own volition. Like, he... He acts uh he's he's guided by the the will of another. You know what I mean? Throughout yes. the in, throughout the entire movie in Sleepy Hollow, he's he only ever attacks because what's her face tells him to.
1: That's true. Yeah. Okay. Alright, no, I'll go with it. The you nun, know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah, it I also think... pains me to put the nun forward in anything. Um <laughs> And this next battle is going to be very interesting. <laughs> <Looking at it. laughs> oh, we'll save boy. that for uh, a couple weeks from now. But, yep. uh, all right. Our last, then the nun, uh, the nun moves on. Our last battle for the night. The mutant cannibals. This is a group effort from Wrong Turn. <laughs> and old man Michael Myers from Halloween Kills. Or uh, Halloween Ends, rather.
2: Actually, hold on a second here. We put down the Mutant Cannibals from Wrong Turn. Yeah. But are we... Are we, we, did,
1: we did both the original and the remake. I'm just okay. going with the original. So we're going off the... Yeah.
2: Okay, we're going off the original. Yep. Okay. So um, the Mutant Cannibals, so there's three of them, right? There's
1: three of them, yes.
2: Versus Old Man Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. Uh, heads home, or tails? Home turf, so...
1: Cannibals are heads, Michael Myers is tails.
2: So The Forest...
1: Now, the forest for the cannibals for sure. Now Michael Myers would it be the house, or would it be the
2: sewers at this point? For old man Michael Myers, I mean the whole. I'd say I'd say he really hits his stride once he gets back to the house, right? Yeah, I'd say the house because that's where he yeah, always wants that's to go. That's, right? That's, yeah, yeah. Yep. So heads, the forest, tails, the house. Yep. Heads the forest.
1: Heads the forest. Okay. I feel like for Michael Myers, he can still do damage in the forest, so this might not be that big of a deal. But sure. Um, being that Michael Myers has a hard time dying, right? There's, there is somewhat of a supernatural, um, part to him. Element, yeah. Yeah. Whereas the mutants can definitely die.
2: They're just mutants, right? They're very hard to kill, though.
1: They're hard to kill, so are a lot of other things, though. Um, and I feel like Michael Myers always takes on groups of people, so I don't think that the the idea that there's more than one of them in this instance he's matters. Not,
2: he's not taking on groups of killers though. He's taking on groups of teenagers.
1: Well the cannibals aren't really they're killers. They're opportunistic killers though. They're not like
2: but they're, crazy. But they're, but they're pretty good at what they do. They're good at they're like But Myers is better at that. They're good with a bow and arrow. So sure. you got you got the long distance element. Sure. They're good with knives. Sure. So is Michael so Myers that's, so that's the the short distance element.
1: Michael Myers is actually really good at throwing his knives, though, so there's your distance element. He is? Sure.
2: Throwing knives? Sure. When does Michael Myers throw his knives?
1: I don't know. In the <laughs> knife-throwing movie?
2: <laughs> Bring it back to reality here, okay? Let's not just start I'm making stuff here, okay. up. So you're th- it's three on one. Now, take into consideration, this is not Michael Myers' 1979 we're talking about here. Correct. 78, 79?
1: 79. Uh,
2: 79. This is not young Michael Myers we're talking about here. This is old man Michael Myers. This is old man Michael Myers who was overpowered by one man in a sewer. It's true. But that did spark something man. in him to cause him to come back and, and rampage. It's
1: true. But if he was overtaken by one person in the sewer and there's three of the cannibals from...
2: And these, from, and these are not just regular men. They're, they're not they're
1: they're used to hunting and killing humans they're
2: beefed up inbred hillbillies
1: god damn it i feel like the him inbred hillbillies from wrong turn are taking out my i Myers. kind of feel like it too yeah it's a numbers game it's yeah. a numbers game and an age game quite frankly
2: <laughs> i love how serious we are about this <laughs> it's a numbers game really <laughs>
1: it's true though like it no really yeah is true though like no you're like,
2: absolutely right I think that uh Yeah. Yeah I is, think the is, mutant
1: cannibals from wrong turn are taking yeah. out old man Michael Myers, which is, it's old is, man Myers in fairness, but yeah. he smart. did get killed by literally getting stabbed.
2: Well, <laughs> he was stabbed and then he had his and then he had his throat cut and then he got tossed into a fucking wood chipper or whatever but it, it was.
1: Started by getting stabbed. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: So yeah. yeah I feel like I Cause he might like he might be able to take out one of them while he's like engaged in hand to hand combat, but then he gets shot with ten arrows from behind and mm-hmm. hit with a truck or something like that, and they have guns and they have chains and they have knives and yeah, yep. all of these different weapons at their disposal and stuff. So if we're talking about Michael Myers just with a knife in the middle of a forest, I think he's bested. I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right. All right. Well, there you go. Mutant Cannibals move on. That's it. Oh, and that makes for a good matchup for next week. (laughs) It does. It does.
1: I kind of feel like I have an idea of... Not next week. uh, That's two weeks from now. Well, two weeks from now, yeah. I have a feeling I know how these are going to go, but we'll we'll, we'll visit this when we get there. Uh, That is round one, part two. So round one is officially done. In the bag. Your winners for round one, just as a recap here, are from last week... You have Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Uh, moving on. You have uh, Possessed Dave Grohl moving on. You have uh, Pinhead moving on. And you have the Wendigo moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, all for new opponents next week. And, uh, the people that had the buys. On this week's schedule, you have, um, what do we say here? Cecily? Uh, Cecily's moving on. The Velocipaster is moving on. The Nun is moving on, and the Mutant Cannibals from Wrong Turn are moving on. I would say that this bracket is chalk-filled with lower seeds coming out on top. Like, unexpected <laughs> victories. And, but when you break it down, it is what it is.
2: And you know what they say about your lower seed.
1: And unexpected if, uh, victories. If it's,
2: if it's not coming on top, then you're doing it wrong.
1: You're You're doing it wrong. <laughs> So. They are power bottoming from <laughs> underneath, I I guess.
2: The power bottom from hell. So oh, with that, God. we will end this week, and you guys can go and wash out your ears. And then you can come find us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast.
1: Uh we're also on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. Yeah. Yep. And uh we're also, why is this so weird tonight? We're also on all major streaming services clearly you've already found us so. including
2: spotify yeah go check us out on spot yeah. like if you're not like if you if you want to find a an alternative to wherever you're listening to us right now we're on spotify yeah i don't think a lot of people know about that so no, we are
1: for sure go give check- us a
2: rating yeah give us a rating because, uh, because actually
1: wherever you're listening to us give us a rating. because
2: right now we only have one rating on spotify and it's from me <laughs> and me no, I too. Oh, oh so we have two we ratings two. we got two <laughs> And I only I only thought to rate myself, ourselves on Spotify, because Alex King from Beyond same. the Void. <laughs> Alex King from Beyond the Void. Apparently, some guys on, on, on Reddit said that they were going to go fuck with his rating, and they did, which is shitty. So, first, I went over to Beyond the Void. Horror
1: fans, am I right? Yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. So toxic. First, I went over to Beyond the Void on Spotify and gave them a five, which you should do the same. And then come over to uh, the Buzzkill Podcast and give us a five. And pump us up, baby. Get us in the ranks. Get us fucking up there by Joe Rogan.
1: Pump up our jams, Yeah. Baby. Yeah.
2: So so he can piss off with all of his DMT. DMT. Uh,
1: or we can just be on his podcast. Or we can just be. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool.
2: But, but honestly, screw off. Make some room for the small... I like Joe, I like Joe Rogan. I do too, but like, so screw good. off and make some room for the small guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you fucking Joe rich Fo- bitch. Joe Fogan. Um, yeah, yeah, so anyway, that's it for this week. We will see you next week, Michael. James. Have a good night, bud. It's going to be a fun week next week. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, cheers. Cheers, sir. Have a good night.